Welcome back, everyone, to the State of the Ark podcast. My name is Mike. My name is Kason. We're here to talk about the chaos route of Tactics Ogre. Yep. Um, the only real differences are in Chapter 3. Yes. Um, so it's mostly Chapter 3 of Chaos we're going to talk yep. about. There's one thing in the fourth chapter we didn't touch on last week, and this is the alternate way in which the Kashua scene can go. Oh, good, because that's I, I, I've got that too. Yeah, so we're going to yeah, talk I, about I that, was good. that as well. That's the plan for today. And then next week, we're going to jump into the differences with the law round. With law. But today, we are focused on Chapter 3, Chaos. Yep. Um, overall, I did like this route better than neutral. Yeah. Um, but there's actually more similarities than I expected. Quite a bit, yeah. 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 A lot of things went either the same way or more or less the same way by the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, there are different by battles. The end, yeah. There are different characters you can recruit, or you recruit characters from the other route in different ways this time. Yeah. Um, but it kind of all leads to the same end because it has to lead into Chapter 4 more or less the same way. Yeah. Because Chapter 4 is not very different. Right. So... so Denim, I guess in the neutral route you would have Denim would become eventually become the head of Almorica. Yes. Um by being the second in command. Yes, and then just Lana. default. Whereas with this one, we're kind of like a competing force alongside the Duke that we end up kind of like ousting him and then becoming the head of the Wallister. Yeah. So it I guess we just kind of do it in a different way, but it's basically the same result. Yeah, same result. Yeah. It, it's it's different route to a lot of the same result, yeah. more or less, for chapter two. Um, but it leads off with a similar scene to how chapter uh, three neutral starts with the yeah. Dark Knights, uh, you know, the, um, uh, yeah. Bal, not Balamusa, Balsafon yeah. is sort of upset with uh, the, the knights who went and attacked yeah. Rhyme. What were they doing? So that scene more or less goes the same except that vice shows up at yes, the end yes yes vice is there and yeah. he has um <laughs> and he's so arrogant yeah he has uh, well he's there seemingly on behalf of, of the, the duke, duke. To, yeah. as an envoy to make sure that their alliance holds and that the knights will stay neutral but mm. as we find out very shortly after this vice is also sent Sent. I actually don't think he's sent to Branton. He goes there on his own. I think we learn later. Uh, yes, but he's yes. he's like he said at the end of chapter two when you're fighting him one on one. He's not being used. He's the in his mind. He's the user. Yes. Yeah. What's funny about that is I like the way that this scene. Uh, remember, it felt a little bit weird when the Duke was the one betraying the Dark Knights, and then the Dark Knights were like, "What are you doing? This is ridiculous." Yeah. Like we were gonna side with you, but uh, when when it's when it happens this way, I think it's yeah. a little bit more natural. I think right. it makes a little bit more sense. Yeah, I mean, Ronway was standing there with Lanar, like, and yeah. they were both baffled. Like, you've betrayed yeah. me. No, I didn't. I promise, I didn't. This is <laughs> I did not know about this at all. So <laughs> yeah. in this route, Vice is sort of like playing his hand yes. to try to destroy the Bakram. 
even though he's yeah. sort of pretending to side with Branton. Yeah. But he's only doing that to use Branton so that he can get at the Dark Knights. He talks with them and pretends he's <laughs> allying with them so that he can... Anyway, he's trying to kill all But he's all using the Duke. Yeah, he's trying to yeah. kill them all. He's trying to take over himself. And it doesn't work out great for no, him. But no, it does not. We will get to that later. Yeah. But he shows up. Such a grave assemblage of knights with the blood of their armor to prove it. Blood on their armor to prove it. Uh, yeah, like you were saying, the way he, he talks to lords and knights yeah. and... Um, <laughs> One-eyed lance in particular. And that's where is it, Balsafon is just like, how dare you yeah, speak like, like that? Stop. And I can't bear this anymore. Lancelot's like, hey, it's fine, it's fine, whatever. Um, he's surprisingly... Yeah. Yes. Surprisingly yeah. lenient. And he is actually, an, it, this is, I think, consistent with Neutral Root as well. Yeah. He's surprisingly lenient for the thing that happens at the end of Chapter 3. Yes. That's wild. But in this one, I could totally see Lance doing this, because this is kind of how he is with Barbus and yeah. some of the others as well. He's just like, you know, you guys aren't even listening to me at all, but it's okay. <laughs> it's, it's really weird. <laughs> it's very like, strange. There's a lot of insubordination, a lot yes, of people tons. like... And he just kind of yeah. like lets it go all Yeah, the time. he does. He does. Yeah. It's just strange to me how lenient he is of people speaking up, being yeah. insolent, straight up like right. insubordination. The, the only <laughs> thing you do to receive punishment, unless you just happen to be part of his mission in which he'll just mow you right over, yeah. is you have to take out one of his eyes or something. Then yeah. then he'll visit, you know, then he'll, th he'll rain down upon you yeah. <laughs> the fires of hell. Yeah. But other than that, it's like, Ah, it's all good. You know? <laughs> uh, you know, this actually did remind me a little bit of, um, this is about mm, 15 years ago. Mm. Um, Phil Jackson, as the coach of oh, the Los yeah. Angeles Lakers, mm -hmm. right? He would yell at his players all the time. You're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. This isn't right. You were in the wrong place. You know, this isn't what we practiced. There was one player he never yelled Kobe at, Bryant. and that was Kobe Bryant. Yep. And uh, one time, uh, most of the players just intuitively know, like, we know why he's not yelling at Kobe, but he's yelling at everyone else. It's because Kobe's like the most talented player in the world, right? Okay. Well, one time a player, probably younger or new, I can't remember who it was, but somebody did bring it up to Phil Jackson and said, hey, man, how come you're always yelling at us and you never yell at him? Mm -hmm. And he, he kind of just like, you know, takes a minute and thinks and he goes, look, Kobe Bryant is in attack mode when when he, when I see, look in his eyes and I see that he is so immersed in what he's doing, I'm not going to touch that, mm. right? But you all need to shape up, right? Yeah, right? You all need to get in line. And I'm talking to all of you. But when Kobe's doing his thing, we, we let it go because so many times it has proven to be correct, right? Now, here's the thing. I, I, I kind of get that with One-Eyed Lance where he's like, look, you're not listening to me. You're doing your own thing, but I'm going to allow it to happen because it's going to be a net benefit in the future, Right. It's different when you do that for one player on your team versus like everyone's insubordinate, right? Isn't that, <laughs> isn't it like a little bit different? Yeah. Because I, I got the Phil Jackson vibes at first, but as things go, I'm just like, wait a second. If Phil Jackson just has 15 Kobe Bryants on the roster and, and he's basically, they're all in attack mode and he won't tell any of them what to do, then is he even the coach? <laughs> like what is, what is he even doing? Yeah. Right. So then what I'd Lance doing his thing, he's trying to wheel and deal. And I guess they follow him enough to sometimes be where he tells them to be. Mm. Um, but for the most part, they're all just like super idiosyncratic. They're all very, you know, very unique individuals and who really don't like being told what to do. Yeah. One-eyed Lance, you could say, is 
the embodiment of the hold up, let him cook meme. Where he's like holding back people. Just hold on. Just let him, just let him cook. For I don't know why. I don't know why. It, it, it does come across as kind of strange. It is. It is. seems to just tolerate a lot of that kind of thing. And but. I wonder if Matsuno is trying to ride this. He is the an antagonist in this game, but yes. he could be a protagonist of his own story. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, who knows how many parts? I know he had kind of outlined what was it, seven or eight episodes yeah, of Ogre Battle. Yeah, a bunch. but yeah, I don't, I don't know how much of that he had done, or if that was informing what. Hmm. But um, anyway, they go back and forth a little bit. Vice is saying, um, <laughs> I, I things like, I won't ask you to go prostrating yourselves in apology to the. <laughs> yes, we would know the lie of your hearts. That's all we just want to know. Like, yep. And he uh, says, and if we are to take over all of the island and kill everyone yeah, you love, I told you that. And right? and then Vice is like, ah. That's just I, I. Then I just feel bad for the people who are gonna die. I guess like he's he's totally full of it, right? He's just yeah. lying too. They're both lying to each other, but he's just saying I just want to know, and even if it's a bad thing, then I'll just feel bad and I'll just go. Well, the last part of what he says in that line is, um, so the first part was I shed a tear for the people who would suffer yeah. in the conflict, right. as I would expect you to lose the favor of every lord who ever sat a throne in this land or beyond. I think Vice That's is right. in the know. Yeah. That this would not sit well with Zenobia. Yeah. This would not sit well elsewhere. So, so there's it, a reason why the Dark Knights are neutral. They need to be neutral. They have to be neutral. And, and they, they kind of mentioned this back in Neutral mm -hmm. Route was, we don't want Zenobia to think that we're picking favorites in this war, that we're right. like involved for some reason. Uh, we don't want them to suspect that we, we have something to gain in this because right. what they're really after of course is kashua or the, the, sword. the sword that yeah. are keys to yeah. the, the gate that leads to the other realm where about what's his name dorgalua is Dor supposed to be uh you know that's what they're really here for they right. don't want them to suspect even though zenobi is aware they took the sword <laughs> so i don't know what he's so concerned <laughs> about but anyway yeah. uh, we maintain a position of neutrality as before um, were the Dark Knights that led the van and rhyme equally neutral? Lanson says, we're not infallible. There are always those who act impudently. Yeah. Uh, Vice says, the Duke demands proof right. that you really mean what you're saying. What kind of proof? I'm glad you asked. And then it cuts away. And I don't think they yeah. ever asked, or like, show what the proof was. You know what? I really wanted to know what I the proof might, was. You know, I'm going <laughs> to slip on over into this uh, Discord here because I... I, I just now realized too that even through chapter four and whatnot, you don't. I don't think you figure it out. I don't know what proof. Oh, you, you know what though? You, this is my thinking. This is my thinking. The proof is. What is the proof? The proof is, hey, meet with the duke at a specific place at a specific time. That could be it. And then you can show it, and then that's where he wheels and deals, and he gets the whole thing yeah. figured out to assassinate everybody. Yes. Um. It could be that this, Whatever. but it's not the proof. It's just like a, he just has them set up a meeting. Uh, I guess, Vice does right? say later to Runway that he got Lancelot to agree to only bring like three people as part of his personal yeah, envoy. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, th that was and, and Duke Runway was like super pleased about that. Like, oh, right. you served me super well. So you you yes. got. Lancelot to agree to only show up with like three dudes. Yeah. 
um, maybe as a gesture of goodwill that like we really do mean to be neutral on this. And then who knows, maybe Ronway was at that point planning to assassinate Lancelot like he was before, but then Vice Vice <laughs> turns it on everybody. I don't yeah. know. But anyway, um, that's the end of that scene. And then we come into Port Ashton and this is where I liked the difference between how they wrote sort of the split between Kashua and Denim yeah. in this version versus the neutral version. Okay. Um, basically, we come into the middle of an argument between them. So this does a couple of things, especially the way that uh, Canopus responds to it. He's like really annoyed at this point. Right. He's like super fed up with their bickering. Mm -hmm. So this sort of gives the impression that this argument has been going on for a long time. Well, she has been on his case for yeah, a while yeah. and he's been fighting back with her for a while right. about the fact that he continues to be involved in this war. We go back to chapter one. She didn't want him to get involved at all. Right. Yeah. It's like, please. And, and we know that they, they do a good job of reminding us of that in the, um, I don't know what you would call it. The, the ending that's not the princess ending. So in the endings in which Kashua dies and oh, yeah. Denim is left at the yes, end. Yes, he remembers those he's flashbacks. He's remembering her at the yeah. very beginning, pleading with him not right, to fight this. or get involved in this war. Yeah. So she didn't want him to do this at all. But not only has he done it, not only did he you know, win a battle or become the hero of Goliath, he continued all the way to the point where now he's leading this secondary resistance of Wallister yeah. <laughs> against their resistance yeah. and the Galgastani and like everybody else. So and, it's like, uh, who's uh, so Sistina's people? Um, the, the Liberation the Front. The Liberation Front. There's uh, so many different like factions. versions. Yeah, factions. Yeah. yeah. So she's she's fed up at this point. Like you you haven't listened to me at any turn. Well, I'll just read what she says. Right. Uh, who better? Because he's he's now planning to go and attack Karitani, uh, which is where like the last of the Galgastani forces that still yeah. refuse to join with the Wallister are sort of hold up. They're led by Z uh, Zabos or Zabos. Zabos, yeah, yeah. Um, so he's planning to go there and attack them, right? And she's saying, who better to profit from the ousting of Balbatos's men from Karitani? So she's trying to convince him not to. This is stupid. Right. Why are you doing this? You're only going to help the Duke if you do this. And Canopus breaks in. Will you two stop this ceaseless bickering? My head rings like a church bell. And then she looks at him, like glares at him. Oh, your look, Cashua, could uh, singe the scales off a dragon. So she's <laughs> been pissed for a yeah. while. So they've sort of set this stage to where this has been going, an ongoing argument, debate, fight between the brother and sister. Yeah. And so then she turns to Denim and says, so you'll have it your way or none at all, just like a child. And his response is basically like, you're calling me a child. I'm the only one here who thinks about someone other than myself. I think about my countrymen. I think yeah. about the people that are suffering in all of this, that Duke Ronway and Balbatos, you know, all of this was just uh, 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 you know, fighting for power between the two of them. They don't care about the people. I care about the people. That's what right. I'm fighting for. Right. And you only care about you, you know? And so anyway, she gets furious and stamps out. I would ask the same of you. Have you never considered, or cause he says, if you never considered your countrymen and she says, I'd ask you the same of you. Have you never me. considered me? Right. And then storms out. Yeah. Um, 
and cannabis. And I feel like uh, this happens like all the time in this game. Someone storms out and let them go. Just let them go. <laughs> it's like almost like a a trope of like dialogue. I see that all the time. It's You're like right. no, nah, just just let them go. Don't go yeah. after them. It's like, but why? Well, that's Legolas <laughs> and Gimli. When uh, Aragorn's like, then I shall die as one of them. And Gimli's like, let him go, let, let him go, let him Yes, yes, it's that exact <laughs> that, that thing. That happens all the time, yeah. It happens tons in this game. Yes, and, and it's it's a, clearly a plot device. It's yes. clearly a, well, we still want to make them seem like a good person, and so they want to go after him, but somebody else holds them back, and then yes. they're still a good person too. And <laughs> it's a way that everyone can maintain their good personness and have the scene also end on a very... Um, yeah, tense. Like a tense note. Yeah. All this is going to lead to something that's foreshadowing yes. a, a problem that you should settle now, but because you didn't. Yes. But but it's not that you didn't want to. Somebody else held you back. Yeah. yeah. The most egregious one of these in the whole game, which we didn't mention at the time, was, maybe we did, I can't remember, but when Vice, when you choose neutral route to rejoin the Wallister mm. and Vice is like, oh, I'll have no part of this and he just runs away and yes. Leonard's like, let him go. I'm let like, go. why? Don't let him go. Go. <laughs> why on earth would you let him go? That's right. crazy, dude. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's crazy. <laughs> no, no, don't worry about him right now. We're good. We got other things to do. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like what? That's hilarious. That's anyway, good. they do this a lot where like someone storms out <laughs> pissed and they're like, just let him go. Let him go, lad. Let them be. Uh, uh, okay. Um, anyway, but they kind of get interrupted anyway because some headhunter comes after Denim. So you have a, your first battle. Yep, yep. The, and he's just shouting. Yeah. Um, so uh, let's see. This is Ganon. There's not really much to say about this character. No. Uh, there, there is some I interesting dialogue here, though, I think. Um, uh, my, my next big note is with the woman. I can't remember her name. Um, is it the, the the one at Kretanai, Gildor? Yes, yeah, Gildor. Yeah, she's, yeah, yeah. That, this was good. There's another fight in between there with a guy named Feltanor or something like that. Mm. Again, um, they're all kind of... It seems to get a little bit repetitive, the dialogue between, like, your enemies. Yeah. Um, yeah. You were the butcher of Goliath, and, like, what no, have I told I you I wasn't? And, oh, I wouldn't believe you, and actually these are my convictions. Oh, those are just the fantasies of childhood or youth yes, or whatever. Yes, yes. And, like, uh, you don't understand the world. It, it's kind of just they, they repeat a lot of yeah. the same sentiments beginning and yeah. end of battles uh, between, but there's always some. There's always that kind of debate or discussion mm -hmm. at the beginning and end, right. or maybe even throughout these battles. But I think you're right. I think... Gildora is the next most interesting one to talk about because her hatred of the, of the Wallister, Wallister is yeah. like on another level. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And we met her in, in the neutral route, right? I think we did. And I don't remember this. Because <laughs> I remember Ivan bringing it up last week and I don't remember if okay, he was okay. saying it in response to it being in this route or if it was... There's so many battles yes, at yes, this yes, point yes. that we've done that it's hard to remember which is which and which character yeah, yeah. showed up where. And wait, did it go this way in this route or the other route or whatever? But um, anyway, uh, she he he brought that up. Ivan brought that up in response to a point that you had made about. Um, well, let's just read some of what Kay. she says. I think it's good stuff. So it seems that uh, Sir Hector, who was oh, Hector, right. the guy we executed. As one of the first battles, I think, in Chapter 3, Neutral, yeah. um, with Lanar. In this route, 
he he's Nybeth's son-in-law. Yes, <laughs> I was kind of surprised. <laughs> Me about too. That. Yeah. Like, what in the world? I was like, and holy he, crap! He seems noble. In fact, the chaos route actually casts Nybeth in a much more sympathetic light. Yeah, it does. Than the the neutral route did. Yeah, it did. Because I mean, you basically just assass or just execute him in that. Yeah, it's yeah. basically the only role he plays. But he had gone away from Karitani at this time, so Gildora and and the army that she's with are kind of like reduced. Yeah. So she's like, ah, oh, crap, like the Duke has arrived already. She says he outpaces haste itself. They haven't returned yet. Hector, send word to Lord Commander and rally whatever troops we can get, right? Mm -hmm. So the the keep is weak at this time because it's not fully garrisoned. Right. Um, so Denim showing up here at this time, she goes, oh, wait a minute, you're not with the Duke or whatever. Or I think he has to take some convincing at first to be like, I, I'm really, really not with them. Like, I, right. I actually hate him. Um, <laughs> but I am Wallister. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, what of it? You harbor no more love for us than they. We defend Galgastani honor to the last. And then Denim says, if you'll not listen to reason, perhaps your men will. You are defeated, routed by the Duke's armies, and yet you persist. Do you not see that this struggle leads nowhere? Or would you carry on the good Hierophant's work and rid the Isles of the Wallister? That's exactly what you mean. Yes, and she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that one. That, the second one. Number two. <laughs> you have us exact. We will yeah. fight until the seas run red with Wallister blood. And then mm. Dem says, do you all share her bloodlust? Or he's not talking to her anymore. If we cross swords this day, the conflict will not end here. Those same swords will be taken up by your children and ours. Is that what you want? To me, it sounds a grievous error. So he's trying to plead yeah. to the idea of like this freaking blood war, this ethnic part of yeah. the conflict doesn't ever end. Right. And and if I kill you, your son comes after me. And if right. you kill me, my son comes after you. All the stuff we've been talking yes. about throughout. And she's podcast. like, yes, yes. Like blank face, <laughs> like Eric Cartman from South Park. Just like, yeah. Like just staring at you. And you're like, you're trying to be reasonable. And it's just like, do you really want that? And they're just like, yes. Yep. Oh, no, no. I have a better one. I have a better one. Um, oh, what's his name? Les Grossman. Oh, yeah. From, where he's just like, yeah. yes. <laughs> that is what I want. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> uh, that movie's so good. Oh, it's so um, good. So she says, you appeal to the mind, but it is our hearts that move us. Wallister are less than filth, night soil to be yes. cast in the gutter. That was freaking really strong. Yeah. We must rid the aisles of your kind if there is ever to be peace. And Denim's response here is great. Once you've killed the last of us, yeah. who's next? The Bakram, who will follow them? When the last of your enemies has fallen, what will stop you from turning against each other? Your desperate religions, customs, beliefs, fertile soil for dissent. They're like, yeah. it doesn't stop here. Like, yes, how yes. can you not see this yet? Yeah. He has. At the this only point. option is to be okay with living together with differences. Yes. Right? That's like the only option. Because yes. even at some point, you're just going to have to decide to do that anyways. Yes. There, There is yeah. no, I think the point here is, there is no end uh, in sight to the idea of I will get you back or serve justice for what you've done, mm -hmm. and then there will be peace. This doesn't exist. No, no. <laughs> Everyone thinks it does, though. No. But it does not exist. No, because then 
what you did has the, the that must now be avenged or do justice be awarded to you for what you did yeah. and it just it's a cycle like we've been saying <laughs> that's really what the game is driving at and um you know i don't want to hit too hard on it but i think in this route this conversation does a good job of bringing that sort of theme forward yeah right and um, denim has realized it and is ready in this route to let it go mm. like no more ethnic blood war i'm done with that part of it yeah. like we've got to like you say learn to live together with our differences compromise this is the only way for actual peace not continuing to avenge each other yeah to no end did you know that in the 1800s the republicans and democrats were the same party in the 1800s yep. yeah i guess that's true they were called the Re the Democratic Republicans or the Republican Democrats? I can't remember which one. I think the Democratic Republicans is what they were called. Um, well, that's actually what, it, that's what historians call them. They didn't ever call themselves that. Oh, yeah. But it, when you trace the lineage of the two current political parties back, they were the same party. They just were the party that won. So first they defeated the Federalists and then the Whigs showed up, but they were never really serious. They were it never was, serious. It was yeah. always the Republican Democrats. And at what Lincoln, as soon as Lincoln gets elected as the first Republican, other than that, then it was like the Democrats. And then the split becomes more apparent around like the mid 19th century, right? Yeah. But they were the same party. They won. They defeated the Federalists and the Whigs were not like a big deal. So it's like, good job, we won. But what happens when they won? Yeah. Then they just split. <laughs> then in, they're like, inward. well, you know, yeah. the Democrats, are, ah, but the Republicans. And all of a sudden, before you know it, boom, the party that won just split in two. And now we have two. So That's you can imagine point. in modern politics, like let's say one of the parties defeats the other, like congrats. And like, really, like not like just there's wins. There's no more. Yeah. Like there's no more Republican party. Totally. Anymore. 10 it's elections straight. And it just is. Yes. No one cares. About then. Then the one that's left just splits, yeah. and then you you somehow there will be a way in which there's a 50-50 split um, into which the special interests can leverage like their own, yeah. you know. Th then that's like just like gonna happen. It's like yeah. a law of democracy. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna happen. Well, our the way the Constitution's written at yeah. least, because there are some places that have like multiple parties. Right. But the way that ours is written, it's like hey, there's always got to be. It's gonna be 50-50 no matter what at some point. Yeah. You know something like that. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, yeah. that, that is, is exactly what ends up happening if you take yes. this approach. Right, because whoever wins, conflict. then you just you just keep dividing. Because you can infinitely keep dividing half yes. and then half and then half that and then half that. You have to stop at some point. Why not just stop here yeah. now? Yes. Why not just stop now? Yes. Some people just can't do it. Can't do it. And Gildora couldn't do it, so you kill her. Yep. And her last words are Wallister filth. <laughs> oh, gee, that's so rough. I remember that. I remember that. That's so bad. Oh, geez. She has just lost cause. Like, you, uh, yeah. you just and can't. There are some people is, cannot be reasoned with. This right? is something that I want to bring up because um, there have been some comments about this, particularly last week, right? Like, hey, uh, you know, not all conflict is uh, bad or like. Uh, inevitable, uh, or, or sometimes conflict is inevitable. Like, yeah. right? Some people can't be reasoned with, and I, I, I wanted to. Uh, yeah, uh, obviously, I think it goes without saying. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, the sentiments that I'm trying. And that not to all share, conflict is bad. No, no. Uh, In fact, um, yeah, a I'll, great deal of it is not. And and I, again, I, I kind of felt like that goes without saying. Yes, me too. Me but too, yeah. maybe it doesn't. So I have to clarify that point. Um, <laughs> Obviously, hashtag not all. <laughs> not exactly. Hashtag That's not like all. It's like a joke on this podcast. Like yeah. every game, we have to do that right. for something. Um, 
First of all, I really do believe in healthy conflict. I think yeah, it's really important, yeah. particularly in business, um, oh, sure, where yeah. you don't just surround yourself with yes men. <laughs> it's a yes. terrible idea. Yes, you want to put idea. people around you who can see the holes yeah. in your logic and can sort of like, okay, maybe that's not the best idea, and yeah. check you a little bit. And challenge that, you, yeah. You, you need that. Yeah. And, but this is something I thought about when I was at the gym yesterday. Conflict can be healthy, yeah. but it rarely is because mm. people have not been taught how to resolve conflict in a healthy way. How would they learn that? I'm trying to think now. That I probably was, was learned from kids just in I the village I was just played talking about together, this right? uh, with, um, with Carol the other day. Yeah. I was like, conflict resolution should be a class in school for like little kids, like healthy I, conflict resolution. I think that's probably true, but I also think that kids will naturally learn to do that if you just like let them go out and play a lot together, like in a whole big group. I well, you get a lot of bullying naturally that way. So it's, it, you, I mean, yes, that does happen. I for mean, sure. Lord of the Flies is, yes, <laughs> that's a, that's a risk. <laughs> um, but I feel like a lot of interactions today among younger people is like uh, you're on Call of Duty and you're just taking the piss out of whoever <laughs> you're playing against. And, and you, But there is no, I don't know, I, I, I wonder if people are playing in big groups outside in the whole neighborhood as much as they used to be. And that, that a lot of this conflict resolution stuff came a little bit more naturally back then than it does now in our current digital age and people going out. I don't know. I don't us. know because I feel like conflicts, bad, ugly, horrible conflicts have always been a part of human history. In fact, sometimes Yo, more savage yeah, that's sure. than now. But, but when you say a class at school, it just kind of makes me cringe because <laughs> I'm like, I, I know why I you're know. saying that. Okay. 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 But what I'm, what I'm getting at is, and, and this is kind of a, a pull again, between two different philosophies on where certain things should be taught. Should they be taught right. in the home or yes. should they be taught at school? Or amongst the village but, or in the school. But the problem There's is, a third one is, the problem is that most parents have not learned how to resolve conflicts yeah, themselves. And true. they are terrible yeah. examples of that in the home. So these children yeah. go home and their parents are fighting all the time yeah, or they divorce several times yes. in their life. Yes, and these children have to, have to go through the trauma of that yeah. over and over and over again. And they take that example yep. to school and yep. to the kids around them. And so if 100%. you've got, I don't know what the number is, obviously, but I would guess based on my observation of the society around me in the places I've lived, mm. that it's probably something like 50-50, where yeah. you have parents that do a, at least a, yeah. a better than average job yeah. At teaching their kids how to like be reasonable people and not be jerks and stuff. And you have another, the other side of it, which they, these people come from broken homes themselves and there's yeah. a whole cycle of abuse there. There's a lot more broken homes now than there used to be. And, and these yeah. children have no example in their life That's of true. how to handle their feelings yeah. and how to properly health in a healthy way, deal with those in their conflicts. And so, you know. Hmm. This this leads to a, a society where no one seems to be able to talk to each other in yeah. a, a sane way about oh, anything. Gosh. The internet has exacerbated, and that's that made it way worse. A hundred, way worse. Yeah. And so I don't know. 
I mean, I threw the idea of a class in school, but the point isn't right. where. The point is doing it at a young age. Yeah, yeah. So that they see, here's how you're feeling, right? This is okay to feel like this. But if you act out like this, you have to understand that there are going to be consequences right. to that. And then this person's going to feel this way. And the only yeah. way that we can resolve is to realize these are just feelings that you're having. And right. when you're dealing with the feeling itself, it's really, really hard. But understand that you can cool down from that. Right. And then you need to listen to people right. and realize we may not agree on everything, but it's better for us to be okay in our disagreements and tolerate than to lash out or, or put funny. hands on somebody over this disagreement, you know? Well, there's a whole other aspect to this that um, it's the media and the way that the, yeah. me the media does not like to let people cool down and think rationally. No. The media loves to keep people yes. upset and frustrated about whatever the current thing is. Yes. And then there's always a new thing and the most dangerous thing to what some would term the establishment of like the, you know, the administrative the, the powers that are in charge of the world is yeah. when people cool down and actually talk to each other and think rationally. Right. Some of this is intentional. Yes, right? uh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> Which, with, uh, that's crazy. Um, but the way that you're explaining it, the way I hear it, I'm just like, that is clearly something that has to be done in the home by the parents. Yes. But what you're saying is that a lot of parents aren't doing it or don't know how. Yes. And that's like half the parents. Yes. And I agree with you. And yes. well, if the parents aren't doing what parents ought to do, so where, what's the remedy? Like, right. what do you do now? Do you right. just let society fall apart because people don't know how to resolve conflict? Or is there some way you can intervene um, in a way? I don't yeah. know. And yeah. school and, might and, be the place to do it. Let's turn a new generation into better or yeah. have a better ratio of people who are able to deal with their strong emotions and handle conflicts Gosh, in a healthy the, way. The, no one fears that more than the current like news oh, media. Oh, <laughs> sure. 100%. They're, they're like, please don't, Mike. No, stop. Turn we, off Mike's mic. We, we've Turn had, it off. We've don't listen to Mike. <laughs> Be <laughs> we've, mad. We've had conversations about this uh, going yeah. back for years now, but totally. uh, about which industries should be... Um, uh, allowed to be yeah. private or corporatized and yes. seek profit over all that. There which are not. some. It's just and hard. I think we both agree. Yeah, there that, are a couple. That, that news <laughs> probably <sighs> shouldn't be one of them. Yeah, for this reason, for profit news is We've such a problem. We've also talked about health, but and and food yeah. and food and yeah. medicine and right. all that stuff. Where, but but yeah. news run by the government turns into propaganda. But when it's run by the corporations, it's still propaganda. It's, still it's propaganda. just for the part corporations. Yeah. So the I think the best solution to that I thought okay about two years ago okay five years ago I was like <laughs> hey the solution to this is private independent journalists on somewhere like Twitter. Yeah, and now I'm thinking <laughs> Twitter is an abomination that needs to die, uh, and it's made everything worse. And yeah. so it's like, okay, so if the independent journalists can't do it, and the corporate journalists can't do it, and the state propagandists can't do it, how do how does um, how do we get an informed populace in a, in a in a democracy if none of the options are good? Yeah, and you cannot be informed as to what's happening in the world without one of those three, this, unless there's a fourth one. I, 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 was, fourth I was watching one? something. Uh, I don't remember what it was. It was pretty recently about the hurdles in evolution, right? Like oh, you the, the filters, the great filters, yeah. yeah. And this might just be the one. This that might be a great humans, social media. Humans are not <laughs> are not up to the task, dude. Like, no, no. I, you're right. It's a rough one. I would err on independent journalists, but you you can't credential them because they're they're independent. You know, they're yeah. not part of some system, so you can't and if, you can't vet them because you don't know what's well, going on. You have to take. 
this is a, such a huge tangent. I know, but I, I, it's interesting. As long as making money is the like the goal the or, or the reason for why yeah. you're doing it, so yeah. you, you're not going to get an, a, a solution. You're right. You're gonna you're gonna not report on certain things because your people don't want to hear it, and you're gonna over-report other things because that's what brings the money. You're going to report on the things that generate the clicks and the attention. Yeah, and that tends and that's to be rage. the negative. Yeah, that's upset. side of yeah. news. So, yeah. Anyway. Okay. Well, maybe next episode we'll solve this uh, this problem <laughs> maybe. of the great filter. <laughs> um, Anyway, uh, let's move on into yeah, Crypt and I here. Now there's a battle against Zybos. Oh, Zybos, yeah. Um, Zybos is, I think... He's way more interesting One of the one. few characters, like, even Gildora, I can look at her and be like, she's just a severely misguided person. Severely, Right, yeah. but I don't see her as necessarily an evil person, but just so, so terribly, terribly indoctrinated and misguided her whole life. Zybos, I see, as being an evil character, <laughs> as well as Vice on these paths that we've taken. I, mm -hmm. I don't know what he's going to be like in law. I'm actually very curious about that. But Zybos knows, I mean, he, he says straight up, like, if, if, if society is to be set up of the oppressed and the oppressors, then better, better to, to be, be the oppressors. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. he just straight out says it, right? Yes. Like, he's just a, a bad human being. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, he calls you out. You're going to pay for the death of Gildora. <laughs> Everyone's trying to get revenge on us for killing someone at this point. And, and you know, uh, clever ploy feigning to be at odds with the Duke. A deception worthy of Balmamusa. I'm not with the Duke. I know. I'm not. How many times? <laughs> they don't care. They don't care. It's us versus them. You're a them. Then you're with, who cares which them? You're one of the them. I'm going to kill you. Yeah. It, doesn't, it doesn't matter. <laughs> You're a them. You're a they, dude. Yeah. You're in a, you're in their tribe. How many <laughs> have you slain to slake your own thirst? There is blood enough on all of our hands, boy. So I was a little confused about this because he's he's claiming Denim does have blood on his hands here. But then like the next time we fight him, he's like, oh man, I know why the Duke hates you now. You have clean hands oh, and the people are going to Little does he you. know. Jeez. <laughs> calling Denim clean hands. Now, Chaos Root, we have avoided two of the big yeah. dirty hand dirtying yes. decisions, but I would Still no, of... never say Denim has clean hands I guess it point. depends on if you're saying you your hands are clean as far as killing people just who are innocent or not involved, who are only to kill you. military targets. Yes. Right. Which basically if, just if, means. If that means your hands aren't dirty, then I guess you could say that. But yeah, he's killed a lot of people. So, <laughs> I mean, like a lot of people. Yeah. So your hands have blood on them. They're yeah. just, it was the blood justified. Yeah. In the sense of the, the rules of engagement of war or whatever. And if it's justified, then you have white hands. And it's true. According to the populace, they would see him as having cleaner hands. Yeah. It's all relative, right? And, yeah, and so Zybos is saying, well, now I know why the Duke hates you. They're going to see him for what he is eventually, and they'll flock to you yep. because you're this righteous savior yes. figure. But when how they do long that, are you going to be able to keep your hands clean? But like and right here. His contention is you will not. It is not possible. Yeah, not possible. You cannot run a large uh, political system and keep your hands dirty. Yeah. Not possible. Yeah. So your hands will get dirty, and when they do, the people will find out and then down with you, up with the next clean hands guy. You know, a great example of that would be in chapter four when you've more or less won mm -hmm. and they come to you like your group of, uh, you know, um, advisors and they're like, hey, a bunch of our soldiers are like pillaging and like uh, 
taking women, I don't want to say the word because it'll probably get us censored, but you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Um, uh, This is doing some really bad stuff. Uh, What do we need to do? You need to make a choice between do I punish these people now or do we still got like another big battle ahead of us? And Mm -hmm. I I think one, one of those choices Maybe if Ivan is here, I don't know if he's here in the Discord. Or he whatever, is actually here. If he could answer this, but yeah. this might, this, I think one of those choices leads to whether or not you keep your allegiance with your factions to the point of where you get the assassination ending or not. Oh, that's So like if you choose to punish your own soldiers, yeah. this could lead you towards your assassination ending. And that right? would make perfect sense. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's what Zybos is essentially like getting at here. Yeah. You risk losing the allegiance of your soldiers and you get assassinated right. by keeping your hands clean, yep. or at some point you turn the other way and let them do something horrible and you get right. your hands dirty to keep your power. And that's, I think, true. What he's saying is yes, true. It is 100% true. Yeah. Yeah. So, in, in the scariest way. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's creepy. Dude, I can't even imagine being in positions of power at this point. I know me neither. It's so no way to avoid. It's so easy damning yourself. (laughs) Yeah, it's so easy to just um, critique, right? But to actually be in that position. Yeah. Yeah. So Zabos says here, even now you do the Duke's work, or hadn't you realized? Denim says the Duke gains nothing in your death. His head will be uh, his head will be the next to fall after you. Yep. Zabos, oh, so it is power you seek after all, eh? You wear it well, but I see past the silks and baubles of your convictions. You would rule in the Duke's place, hold up the mirror, and you will find him looking back at you. It yep. is your own ambition you follow. And then Denim's response is really good, actually. I pity you. You look on the world and see only avarice and greed. Yeah. And this is this kind of goes back to some some of the stuff we discussed in Tolkien's Middle Earth universe. With, yeah, I was thinking Tolkien. Um, I mean, this is the, the kind of the downfall of Sauron in Lord of the Rings, but it's also the downfall of Melkor slash Morgoth in mm. the Silmarillion is, uh, and, and even a little bit of Manwe because uh. the other side just seems to think they must think like me. And this is what yes. I would do if I were them. Yes. Yes. So there's no way they're going to try to destroy this ring. They're just right. going to take it to Minas Tirith and try to use it against Because me. they're playing the same game I'm playing because they're as yes. greedy as I am and yes. we're all just greedy and yes. nobody would just take it into Mordor. That'd be stupid. So they're not going to do that. <laughs> and it's like, they're playing a whole different game he didn't even realize. Yeah. And he's surprised. And Manway, Manway with Melkor yeah, is with, the same with, thing. He's, oh, he's my brother. And he doesn't have the mind of an evil person. So we can't comprehend that this yeah. person would be going to these lengths to deceive him. Yeah, purposely. So it goes yeah. both ways. Yeah. Like, this is why it's really, really difficult to maintain a balance of being truly steps ahead of your enemies yeah. because you need to think like your enemies. But in order to think like your enemies, it takes... It takes one to know one. Yes, right? a little bit. To, yeah. to some degree, you have to yes. come down off of that perch of righteousness in yeah. order to even like really get how they yeah. think. And so it's just messy. War is just purely messy. There yeah. is no way you're coming out of this with clean hands is kind of the point, Yeah. right? Um, Ivan mm. says, the choice ruins your reputation with the Galgistan and Wallister if mm. you stop the pillaging, but if you allow it, it ruins your reputation with Bakker. With Bakker. So, it's, so either way. It is reputation management. Lowering. Right, but this is the point. You're you're managing 
your filthy hands. You're not, you're not like washing them. You're you just, use this you hand just manage to them. clean that and yes. dirty it in the process. And then, Is that what Denethor uh, said? With the one hand you would, and then with the other, you would seek to supplant, supplant me. me. Yeah, yeah. It's like you, you get one dirty hand and then one clean <laughs> hand, which actually is a medieval idea, right? Yeah, the left hand yeah. is dirty, the right hand's clean. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay. Um, uh, after that battle, we move into Kryptonite Ward. Is this where... No, no, we just did that one. Crit and I keep. Did we get... The, I, I don't think we've talked about the cutscene with Zabo. Oh, because they haven't fled to... Uh, yeah, Nybeth comes later. Nybeth is later, because yeah. they go to the next that castle. That one's going to be fun to yeah, talk okay. about. So you get inside the Crit and I keep. Um, I had forgotten yeah. to bring up that they... I think they had been holding prisoners here, right? Um, oh, yeah. Oh, the prisoner here uh, informs us of the prisoners in, in Brigantis. Oh, that's right, because okay. we get somebody to kind of like, um, yeah. does he switch sides? Is that more or less Well, what I think he was just a prisoner in the keep and we freed him. Oh, okay, but he nice. was a Galgastani yeah, but he, soldier. He is from that side, yeah. Yes. So um, Denim says, Zybos has fled to Brigantis then, and the prisoner says, no doubt about it, my lord. Denim says, I've heard the castle stands empty, it's lord lost to the war. The prisoner says, in truth, no. As Crit and I sat invested, another force was to lay siege to Brigantis. The attack at Crit and I was only a feint to lure out the Duke's armies. The resistance would march unwitting into a trap. Then the greater force of Brigantis falls upon them to deliver the coup de grace. Mm -hmm. Your arrival, however, has left the plan in tatters. So, essentially, Cachua um, was right. He's actually helped the Duke more than even he thought he was, not yeah. only by by attacking Zybos, right. but by ruining the trap Zybos had set for Ronway to come and attack Karitane. Yep. So And Denim doesn't take time to reflect on that. He no. just kind of moves on like, okay, so now what? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh man. The man's mad, right? Yeah. A foul business, my lord. I wanted no part of it, which is why he was a prisoner. Yeah. Um, Denim says, I thank you for your candor. I will leave for Brigantis at once. You've a noble heart, my lord. And he says, noble. Hmm, I wonder. Double. Yeah, Denim's yeah. reflecting a little bit. Uh, there's more to nobility than blood, my lord. You know, the word for noble in Middle English is gentle. It's, it's oh, really? the word. And the word gentleman technically comes oh, from an yeah. old word for nobleman. Nobleman. Uh, but the way that those words, and genteel, you can kind of see it there yeah. a little bit. But the way those words kind of separated a little bit uh, over time and have different meanings now. But they come etymologically from a similar place. The yeah. noble and gentle is like a similar similar type of word. As I've studied Portuguese, I've seen that so much. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, I just saw a meme today where, uh, which word was it? It was the, in hold on, I, I think I sent, I don't know why I'm like bothering to talk about this, not that important, <laughs> but it's just fun to like see the way certain words, oh, the, the word is contrario. Right. Right. Which yeah, means yeah. Opposite, more like es opposite. Yeah, yeah. Like to the contrary. Contrary, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So the word contrary in English can, is a little different, yeah. but it's from the same root. Which contra, right? right? Yeah. Against. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Love it, love that stuff. <laughs> love it, it, it's, love fun. It. it's really fun to see how certain uh, prefixes and suffixes over time yes. change between what was once a common root language or whatever. And as Tolkien says, <laughs> language is mythology and mythology is language. Yeah. Each word has like a story behind it. Yeah, right? exactly. And as you've learned that story, you just use the words without thinking about it, but as you learn the story, you start to realize just the depth of, of language and yeah. just like, it's so cool. It's a it. lot of fun to study. Yeah, it's so it's a fun. lot of fun. 
Um, so this is where, at Denim the end of this, yeah, yeah, it's where Kachua's like, I'm leaving, I'm going back to Goliath. Mm-hmm. You know, you can So it was originally interesting, because this scene is almost the same as the version we got in, um, in Neutral. But there's one key difference that, for me, helps it land better. It's mm-hmm. just one difference. And that is that in this version, she instead of saying, you will abandon me as you abandoned um, uh, vice. vice. Yeah, yeah. Which to me was just like, okay, why are you on Vice? I don't think she brings this? Vice up in this. One, no, right? she doesn't. Yeah. She says, Smart move. you love your war yes. more than me. And just that one change yeah. made this all work for me in yeah. this chaos version right. of their split. Yeah. Um, I think they set it up well with the first scene in Port Ashton where they've been bickering and arguing and she she's tries to keep convincing him not to do this and from the beginning has been trying to tell him not to get involved in the war. I'm going to lose you if you get... And so... Yeah. Um, but it also made me think of another thing even in the neutral route because I was just confused the whole time about why she's accusing him that he's going to leave her. Yeah. And what I realized was that because you only really get this in chapter four near the end of the game. Um, it was because she doesn't fight with you in chapter three. You're at Almorica with Ronway. Oh, you're right. Right? Yeah, 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 you're right. And he sends you off to do stuff, and yeah. she never comes with you. It's it, But they didn't right. have a scene where he said, no, sister. Uh, it would have worked yeah. if there was just one little quick scene where it's just like, okay, uh, we're packing up to I go. Know. I know and, what should have happened. I know what should have happened. <laughs> Denim leaves to go to war, and Kachu is about to go. And he tells then, him no. But then, no, no, not him. Uh, but then um, Leonar says, let him go. Let him go, <laughs> miss. Let him be. Let him go. And that <laughs> that's what this that's what's missing. <laughs> that would have smoothed the whole thing over. It would have smoothed the whole thing over. Um, no, but ha- had there been a scene where she was <clears throat> prepping to go with him to a battle, and he's like, you can't come with me anymore. I'm not letting you. Yeah. And his rationale is, I don't want you to die in battle. Right. But she's yeah. seeing it as, you don't want me around anymore. I'm an, right. I'm a nuisance to you because yeah. I bring up counterpoints to you, and you don't want somebody who's uh, checking you anymore. You're just surrounding yourself with your yes men and fighting your war, and you don't listen to me. And she might yeah. not be wrong about that. Yeah. Is the thing yeah, exactly? Yeah. Um, but because mm-hmm. that scene wasn't there, I didn't quite catch that. That's what she was talking about. Hmm. She was talking about the <clears> fact <throat> that he keeps leaving to go to battles, and she stays at El Morocco yeah. in neutral, just waiting for him. Yeah. And so she's considering right. that an abandonment. Hmm. So now that makes more sense. Sure, to me, sure. Is what I'm getting at. But I still like this version better because she like left to Goliath or whatever, or mm. took, I guess not, because she's with us here. But anyway, she's not participating she in the battles. After this, she leaves to Goliath. Yeah, after this, she's, she decides, I'm I'm going back to Goliath, and he just yeah. lets her go, because yep. it's true it's, that it the true. war he's fighting yeah. is more important than being with his sister. And he can't, so she's he right can't about stop. That. Yes. Yeah. And so it works. It really, really worked. Like, just the scenes, the way they're laid out, the way it's written, and just this one change in wording here, like... Again, I feel like, and, and I'm not, Ivan, I know is here, so I, I'm by no means, like, putting any blame on him or anything like that for how mm. he structured it. I think the way we've gone about it has been fine. And and I'm not one of those people where it's like, oh, but my first impression of the game in the first run was this and that ruined my experience or anything like that. I, I, that's not the way I look at it. So going through it this way, I would have played Chaos Route as my first playthrough yeah, yeah, had I done this 
just on my own. Yeah, me too, bro. And every part of the story would have really worked for me. Hmm. Um, so I really like chaos. There's two, there's two things I'm going to pick at a little bit later, but they're not massive, huge deals or anything. Um, but I really like the, I I guess my point is just to round this off. It flows flows and it felt very natural. The split here versus the neutral route one. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, um, she takes off the Goliath and then. The, the scene between her and, and Lancelot is more or less the same. It just happens in Goliath right. instead of in Almorico. You know, my, um, Denim's answer for me, cause you have an, you have an option here. You can either yes. say you're being selfish or you can say uh, what, pull it up. It, it's a different text, but what he ends up saying when you pick it, you know, in Mass Effect, you pick a thing and then he rewords yes. the thing each yes. time. And it's like, wait, that's not what I thought you were going to say. Okay. So you pick the first option. The first one is, um. Your first choice is so you're just going to leave. So me. you're just going to and leave. And she's me. like, "No, it was you who abandoned me." And, but but he says, "So you abandoned me." Is yeah. what he says. Yeah. Then you right? abandoned. And she's me. like, "No, no, you, no, you did the thing. Don't turn this around. Yeah, you right. abandoned me." Um, and that was an interesting because I picked the oh, so you're just going to leave, right? Okay, yeah. right. Like she shouldn't do it. But then he threw out the abandon word, which I wasn't expecting, and I thought, oh. This might get Kachua to stay. It doesn't. No. Um, but uh, I felt like it was probably a better thing to say than the, than the selfish line. Yeah, um, and that's the thing. I think you. I, I'm actually real glad you brought up that he word that used the word abandon there. Abandon. Because from yeah. a certain point of view, yes. his point, point of view. Point of view. From his point of view, she is abandoning him, because yeah. as far as he's concerned, I've been with you this whole time. What are you talking about? Yeah. And now you're leaving me. Right. Like you're the, the one really actually yeah. leaving. Yes. But he's only considered what she what she sees as leaving her being, I'm going to go fight this battle and come back. Yeah. You he know, doesn't see that as an abandonment. He just sees that as, you stay here and be safe. I'll be back after the battle's over. Yeah. She sees this as a continual chance of being left alone if he falls in that battle. He's sure. abandoning me over and over and over again. And I'm sick of being abandoned. I, I kind of have a, an analogy here. Maybe this can help some people out in the world. <laughs> but... This is similar. You can imagine this, right? Imagine a guy playing video games and his girlfriend yeah. is like there on the couch and she's like, you don't spend any time with me. And he's saying, what do you mean? We're spending time together right, right now. now. Yes. Like you're in, we're in the same room <laughs> together. So it counts. Right. And he's just playing a video game. Right. Yeah. And she's just like Not sitting yeah. alone. And after a few weeks, she is like, Hey, I'm going to break up with you. Right. Yeah. Cause you're, don't pay attention to me. And he's like, what are you talking about? You're leaving me. You're the one yes. leaving me now because example. you're actually, see, I was in the same room with you. I didn't leave you, yeah. but now you're leaving me. So it's like a different definition, almost a, a kind of like a male female dichotomy here between yes. what she considers as abandonment versus what he considers yes. for him. Abandonment is like literally like physically moving away. But what she considers it is you don't think about me anymore. Yes. That's what that's she thinks point. abandonment is. That's great. And point. I love that actually. Mm-hmm. I love the, the, the subtle differences between the masculine and feminine approach to these things. Yes. And it's, it's just, and it's so obvious. It happens all the time in relationships yes. that we just miss each other mm-hmm. a lot. And we just, I just don't think the way that you think and you don't think the way I think. And so, but neither of us are being malicious, yeah. but it happens anyways, yes. right? Things deteriorate and fall apart, even though both sides don't want them to. Yes. And then, you know, you're just kind of left wondering what happened in the end. Yeah. That's a, that's actually a really brilliant yeah. point. Um, it's in that just, sense, it's this just plays the out way well. that they're thinking about abandonment. Yeah. And to her, you don't have to physically leave my presence. Yeah. For yeah. some p- permanent 
period right. of time or something like that. It's just that your mind it's, is yes elsewhere. You think more about yeah. the war and your duty to that and your countrymen and anything else that's yes. not me. Yes, yes, yes. That's way more important to you. That is right. also an abandonment. Right. It's a emotional or what else Mental, would you call spiritual, it? Mental, yeah. spiritual. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a different definition of abandonment, but it yeah. is still an abandonment. And once so, again, if we're going to say language is mythology, yeah. the mythology of the word abandon is different yeah. for different people, right? Yes. What the deep, you know, the deepness, what that word is saying. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. So it, it was really good. Um, even though the scene is virtually identical. Uh, yes. It, it hits differently. It hits a little differently for me, and I think it really works here. Yeah. Um, now we're heading towards Brigantis. And this yeah. is where I was actually a little bit surprised by where the story went, because I guess in neutral route, I, I didn't necessarily put together that Nybeth was a Galgastani and had favor, like, high up. Yeah. Maybe even with Balbatos himself, but at mm. least with Zybos, who's the second in command. Yeah, yeah. Zybos clearly was deferential to him. Like, it's almost as yeah. if they had almost appointed or had been supporting mm. Nybeth's research yeah, as yeah. some means of cheating death and, yeah, yeah. high in the courts of Galgasan. Right. So they treat him with, like, this reverence and respect, Zybos does. They, they keep yeah. fighting to try to, like, protect him or give him time to leave and continue his research. They're and, willing to die for yeah, him. It's crazy. Yeah. So like, that's what's going on here. Uh, Nybeth is in Brigantis and this is where the, the last of the sort of remaining faithful, loyal Galgastani force is at. Yeah. Um, so you're going to come across Cassandra and Cressida again. And Hector. And Hector and Zybos and Nybeth all through this kind of run yeah. of battles here. Um, the Cressida Cassandra first battle is pretty similar to, but in a different place. This yeah, it's is Brigantis instead of on that island way somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that's interesting to me though. Like, is it is it just the fact that I guess it would be? It's just the fact that we chose to go a different route, so we fought some different battles, which pushed Nybeth that way instead of where he yeah, was that's over exactly here. It, yeah. And so we just never encountered him with the other Galgastani. I guess in the beginning of the neutral, they do say that Ronway basically totally routed Galgastan. Yeah, yeah. And just took over. Anyway, so that one difference, hmm. the wheel turned a different way. Someone we'll get to I, a little I, later yes. with the wheel. But, Very interesting. Because you use the that. wheel to jump between routes here in the Reborn version. Mm. So you don't have to actually start an entirely new file. You yeah, can use the wheel can, of fortune to jump to yeah. another Wheel of point well, of it's check. it's uh, it's a it's a it's a new it's a new life yeah right, right. it's a oh uh what is it you can think of it in terms of like a multiverse thing and you can go back and relive a new life making different decisions this right, time right yeah. so you can go back to different checkpoints and uh, make different choices with this wheel instead of like having to start an entirely new file all over yeah again. um and i think you you uh well anyway We'll, we'll go over wheel a little bit later. I, I, I was actually curious because they use this term all the time, what you would yes. take from the, how that would work into their mythology. And we'll, we'll get into it. Yeah. Yeah. I've got some, I've a basic, basic, but I do have some notes there. Okay. That's right. So Moldova, who was the battle right before Nybeth in chapter one, the first time we fought Nybeth, mm. Moldova was one of his daughters. Yeah. Yeah. 
uh, is it Cressida? Not Cressida. Cressida's wife, or is it Cressida? Is Cressida? No, it is Cressida. The daughter. Cressida's the daughter, and then Cassandra is the wife. Is the mother? Yeah, yeah. Or the mother? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then um, of course uh, the other two children, which we got neutral route that were against him. Ovel, not Ovelia, and then Divold, and Divold. Yeah. Anyway, this whole family is huge, and so. Hector comes in, who was the wife of, or the husband of Moldova, and convinces her not to stay, convinces her to leave. I'm trying to buy time for you to reunite, you know, Nybeth wants you to come back. And she is, she, here's the thing that's weird about this family dynamic. Everybody except Nybeth is willing to die. And that's a little bit weird considering they're all necromancers. They bring it up too, because Cressida (laughs) even says at some point, she's like, let's see this through to the end. To our end. Yeah. What is our purpose if not this? And yeah. he's like, us end? Um, <laughs> actually, we're going to leave and like, we don't have to die. The whole point is about. that we're trying to cheat death. Our <laughs> research like, is yes. an attempt to cheat death. What are you talking he's about? He's like, I will sacrifice <laughs> everyone in the world for my research, you know, like. Yeah, to save my. I'm to not going to die for I'm, something. I'm here to live an eternal life. How do you not know this yet? It, it, was, yeah. it came across a I little weird to pretty, me. pretty interesting. That. Cressida's attitude was what it was, being yeah. the daughter of Nybeth, being aligned with him, knowing about his like, research. Let us die. It shall be a glorious yeah. death. And what meaning and purpose death will give us. Yeah, it was weird. And it's like, wait, you're, you, do you know what he's doing? Because he doesn't feel the same way as you. He no. thinks death does not have meaning or purpose I mean, and that it can be avoided altogether. I can see how she would be more loyal to her country. Oh, right. And maybe she that, cares that's that. what's driving her. Right. And she's disappointed that he's not. And he's he's totally o- but away from that game. It just seems weird that she would not only grow up with this man, but know and be involved in his research and life and yeah. know what his convictions are, I would assume. And, and, then, and then ask him a question like that. <laughs> what, is, what purpose yeah. is there other than to die for our country? Um, to live My forever. whole point has been to live forever. Yeah, to just not to die. Yeah. I don't care about my country. <laughs> I just don't want to die. Yeah. Oh, so anyway, man. I thought that part of it was kind of weird, but yeah. um, she leaves. And I, I did like some of Hector's dialogue with Denim in this fight. Oh, um, uh, yeah. Like, he, he his deal is basically, look, I didn't <clears throat> love having to do the things Balbatos made right. us do. Right. Like, understand. Like, not all of us were... Hashtag not We're, all. Not all That's of us it. liked doing this. Yes. But, but that always works. <laughs> my honor as a knight mandated that I do it. Right. Yeah. That that's hard for me. He's I got, don't know. You take an oath when you swear an oath. I mean, you you give yeah, your like, allegiance. That meant a lot in the olden times. You know. I know, but like, is that more important than uh, the other oath <sighs> you take as a knight is to defend the freaking people, right? Oh, <laughs> to be as a shield to the people, to serve right. the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if your liege lord when do they come in is conflict? abusing that, what? which part of the oath is more important? That's uh, interesting. I hear a lot of time, like in modern days, uh, police officers will do things that are unconstitutional oh, because they were told to do it by their superior. But they took an oath not just to follow their superior, but also to uphold the laws yes. of the land, which includes the Constitution. Yes. And in which case, like, you just kind of got to pick, I guess. I don't know. There was that whole, what was it? Um, oh, what's the word for it? The, the Nuremberg trials, right, after World War II, where it was determined, hey, you Nazi guys had a duty to 
carry out your superior's orders, but also you have a moral duty to something higher than you to not do it if it's bad. Yes. And that was the determination from the Nuremberg trials. Um, was basically basically a declaration yeah. that like that uh, there are some things that ought never be trampled upon, yeah. and that you did it. Um, and so, yeah, fair enough. That's yeah, that's yeah, a long, so I, long I don't, argument. I, I feel no sympathy for Hector here. He's, he's just like yeah, it's he, not a good argument to it's say. It's not that. at all. It's yeah. like I, I had to do it. I swore an oath. They and, told and, me. And so, it's uh, like I, I'm yeah. loyal. It's like, passing the buck. Yeah, it's just a cop out. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah. I, I, I I'm not into it. I don't buy his argument at all, but I don't know. Maybe maybe there's, uh, I don't know. Um, anyway. Either way, he does make Nybeth seem more sympathetic. Yeah. Uh, As does. Um, do you, did you have a note on that? Because you were talking about that a little earlier with Hector. It comes more later with um, well, with the other guy, Zybos. Oh. Right. Um, but just the fact that these people are willing to die for him. We didn't see that. I didn't see that much before. I just saw him being crazy and every now and then. Like his sister, yeah. his pr- apprentices were crazy with him, and then his own family turned on him, and that's all I really saw. Yeah, I, I, now I, we're seeing the people who really side with him, who are normal people, not like zombies, right? Yeah, I, and it's I thought it was. I was not expecting him to have this much pull in Galgastan. Yeah, I, I thought he was just this rogue weirdo who was out here like <laughs> doing zombie experiments, and like yeah, like you said, like he had a crazy family. I didn't yeah. realize he like no, he like legitimately has respect and like rank and pull yeah, yeah. in the kingdom of Galgastan. I was like, what the yeah. fetch? I did not get that from neutral route at all. <laughs> so I, I was surprised. Um, but I, I do, I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I actually think mm. it's kind of interesting because yeah, like Zybos, Zybos even, um, when, when you get all the way in is like, no, Dude. this research you're doing is like so important. It'll be like the legacy of Galgastan and like, you've got to like keep yes. it going. And we will die so that others may live. Like that's yeah. the whole crazy. And, and in some weird way, that's like a noble death that Zybos is like, you know, yeah, is, uh, what he's sacrificing himself for something greater. But Nybeth won't do it, <laughs> but <laughs> but I guess he thinks he's the only one smart enough to do what he's done. I'm the only like one that. who can do this. I'm the only one. Like yeah, you're when you think one. you're that special, you know, you might start doing some crazy stuff. Um, but other people think he's special too, right? And they're willing to die for this thing. And I keep thinking, yeah, maybe they're willing to die because then somehow Nybeth can bring them back to life after they die if things work out well. Whereas if they let him die, then when they die, it's over forever. I don't. I don't know his power to bring people back after they've been dead for a while. I don't know about that. Yeah, probably not. I, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that that's not the case. I'm pretty sure he comes to the conclusion. Well, his research is not done anyways. He never no. had a successful. Yeah, yeah. But I think the, the conclusion he came to the in neutral route with Gildas was like, yeah. you've got to do it like really quickly. Yeah. After they die, you can't let like, the flesh can't be left to. Yes. I don't know what word he used. Sour or whatever. atrophy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever it is. Otherwise, it won't work. But. Yeah, but then the fact that Zybos even knew what he was up to, yeah. I found that fascinating yeah. on on its own. Yeah. So that's about all I really have. Um, yeah, and so then you know, uh, you fight Zybos again, kill him. We already kind of talked about some of the dialogue they had earlier, but there's a scene in Heim between Branton and um, another Dark Knight that we didn't really meet on the neutral route. He was kind of just there in Chapter Four. All of a sudden, it was like, who's this guy? Uh, Volok. Oh, yeah. Um, this guy is apparently kind of like with Branton. Like, he, uh, I don't know, maybe somebody who's serving as like the advisor or envoy, envoy on behalf of the Dark Knights in Bakram. Mm-hmm. So like while 
Lancelot and the other Dark Knights go do their missions or their thing, which is to find the sword and the princess. Volok is kind of like advising Branton. Yeah. And so... Oh, yeah, this um, is where we see the vice scene, right? Yeah. Yeah, this is interesting. Um, so Branton says this defies all reason. And then the, a knight reporting, there's no mistake. The host at El Morica took no part in the siege of Caritina. So they're basically saying the hero of Goliath is like doing a lot of crazy stuff right now. Right. That wasn't the Duke who did that to those right. the remnants of Galgason. That was yeah. Venom. And so Brandon's like, then Ronway will have no choice but dispatch his own men to assault the castle or take it back, take Caritina back right. from Denim. He'll send Sir Leonor. None other can take the field against the hero of Goliath. Right. So he's going to be temporarily here, probably a little bit weak because he has to go deal with Denim now. Yeah. Um, a keen insight, my lord. And then Brandon says, hmm, very well. Assemble a force 5,000 strong from our armies here at Heim. So he's getting ready to invade and attack Almorica yeah. at this point. And I Volak li- I tries like to tell him not get- to do that. I like that we do get some dialogue about the size of the armies here. Yes. Uh, because it's easy to just think that every army is like eight people. <laughs> That's, <laughs> oh, no, you beat my army. Oh, we don't have enough people to defend the court, yeah. the keep. It's like, you know, once again, this is an abstraction. There are thousands of people. We are just seeing, you know, the leaders and the noble or the what, the heroes of battle yeah. and not necessarily the foot soldiers. You know, I kind of like the way it was done in one of the recent Fire Emblem games. I can't, the yeah. last one I played, I think, with three houses, but mm. where... In, like, the upper view, they're represented by a single unit. Yeah. But then, like, when they actually meet, it zooms down to the and level, there's and there's more. actually a whole, That's like, cool. brigade or a whole squadron or something yeah, like yeah. that, a whole unit mm. with that one commander, right? So when you see it, when it's presented in that way, the, the, it actually does feel like larger battles than typically That's cool. these old-school like RPGs feel like. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the other thing, too, that I like about this number, specifically 5,000, is... You know, we grew up with Lord of the Rings and stuff. They describe armies the size of two hundred thousand in the in the battle yeah, against Minas yeah. Tirith, right? That's right. And, that's and, right. And so, so I, I guess I kind of got this <laughs> thought that like, oh, th- this is like the the number of soldiers that would fight in these medieval. No, like that they, was massive. No, for <laughs> even yes, it was way less. Usually, skirmishes <laughs> were much, much, much smaller. Than yeah, that. yeah. Um, so 5,000 would have been a really large force, yeah. like really large Even force. for that time. For yeah. that or time. Or for that time. For that a world. medieval sort of battle. Yeah. A, an army of 5,000 people was freaking massive. Right. Um, so anyway. Um, so he's he's sending them out, but Volok tries to stop him. Um, I trust you've not forgotten your arrangement with the high champion, with Lancelot. An arrangement with certain obligations. I must ask that you refrain from making any rash moves. So he's like, don't do this. <laughs> now, this helps a little bit with the scene in chapter four where like Lancelot comes in and announces basically like we're piecing out. Oh, and Brent's yeah. like, how can you do this? You like freaking promised yeah. me all this. Like, you didn't do anything we said. Yeah, We yeah, gave you right. all this advice all the time and you yeah, always yeah. didn't do it. Yep. This is one example of that. So Volok is trying to like get him not to be an idiot. And he's like, obligations, you say? As I recall, you are obliged to grant me whatever aid I require to wrest control of these aisles. Yet here I sit waiting while you lecture me about my obligations. That's it. Here I sit waiting. He's expecting everyone to do it for him. Yes. When they say, oh, we will give you aid. He's like, okay, aid me. 
Eight, go do fight my battles for me. It's like, no, we'll give you aid. You still have to do it. You still have to fight. You're the one who's going to allocate resources. We'll give you the re we're not gonna fight the war for you. Yeah. Right? Especially if it's the Dark Knights. They're yeah. they gotta be neutral. Yeah. Like you we're gonna help you. Yeah. And he's refusing to take we send any. You, we send you weapons and money. Yeah. We don't put boots on the ground and yes. fight your war. <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna direct it for you. Yeah. Um, so Volok tries again to calm down. Stay your anger, Lord Regent. I meant only to suggest that provoking Almorica might not be the wisest course. Have patience and you'll see. Brandon's like, hell with your patience. And your counsel. You there. Go. See that my orders are carried out. Um, and then uh, this is where Vice comes in. Yep. Uh, and uh, the way he walks in here is really something. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's, uh, a, 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 he's claiming to be an envoy from Almorica. It just come right at the right time, right? When yeah. there's some tension between, like, you're not doing the thing I brought you here to do, and but what we weren't brought here to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a rift beginning to open between the Knights of Lotus and yeah. uh, Branton. And so the Vice kind of steps in to sort of like, like put a further wedge between mm -hmm. that rift between them. Um, are you the Regent? Why do you hesitate, sword? Says Volok, and all the soldiers come around. and was like, hold right, on. Because nobody was going to defend him. <laughs> You're not going to kill the messenger before you heard the message, would you? And Branton likes his boldness, right? Like, right. go ahead, like, speak. I knew you'd listen to reason, says Vice. Besides, I think you're going to like what you hear. And Volok tries to cut in. You're from Almorica? Who are you? And he's like, um, an upstanding member of the resistance, naturally. And then he, he says this to Branton. My lord... I don't suppose you'd send away the old man, would you? Delicate business, yeah. this. Can you, Again. <laughs> <laughs> can you get these other people out? But the other knights stay, right? Yeah, so the, the, the knights of Bakram <clears throat> stay, but yeah. he just wants Lotus to not hear this. Yes, yeah. 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 He doesn't want anyone in Lotus to know what they're talking about. And Branton again, ha, boldness bordering on insolence, a rare breed. He likes it. <laughs> Go on, leave us, Volak. This is not for Lodician ears. And then you may speak and write, and Vice says, right then. So this is where Vice makes his move to where I've got Runway and Lancelot meeting together right. with a very small group of people. Yeah. This is our time yep. to strike them. So he's making a deal with Branton so that he can take over Almorica. Right. And Branton can get rid of these dark knights or whatever. Um, so this is where they make their plan for those assassinations. Okay. And then we go to, there's we another battle here. I don't think we need to talk to about. Back to Nybeth. And yeah, we kind of already talked about that. We already that. talked about Nybeth. Um, Hobirim. Hobirim's my next note. Because then after. The way you pick him up here is After you defeat the Golgastani at Brigantis. Oh, yeah, Hobirim. You're right. Yeah. So it's the Bahana Highlands. Mm -hmm. um, there's these guys that are chasing Hobirim, who is the brother of Balsfos, yep. um, the blind swordsman. So you recruit him in a different way. But I kind of liked this one. Yeah, this like these, good. these ninjas like surround him. Yeah. And they like attack him and he just like, steps out of the way. Yeah, he sidesteps <laughs> and then kills him. Yeah, it was um, like super fast. So you fight a little battle. You recruit yeah. Hobirim here instead of in the different ways you could do it in the neutral route. And then yeah. you go back to Almorica Castle with Ronway and Vice. Ronway is super pleased at Vice's work, at having set up what he did. So he says, 
Uh, I'm yeah. told Tartaros has accepted our proposal. Vice says he has. We're to meet at the cathedral in Rhyme at the time of our choosing. He even agreed to limit our escorts to three men apiece. So Ronway is super happy about that. Another knight says, uh, what uh, can the Dark Knights be trusted? He just asks a question. Right. And Vice is like, oh, I should have your tongue out for that. <laughs> <laughs> you dare to question me? I freaking hate Vice, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Vice sucks. Um, <laughs> He's bad. And then Ronway stands up. You squabble like children. Like, shut the fetch up. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, the Dark Knights will honor their agreement. And they know full well the Bakram cannot stand against us with the Golgistani gun. So... He's assuming that now that Gogstan's been defeated, that the the, the Knights of Lotus are going to realize uh, Bakram is not going to win a war against Almorica or against the Wallister at this mm. point. So they'll abandon them, is what Ronway's thinking. Um, yeah. We need only maintain the deception until Brant... Okay, so, oh, sorry, there's another character that says, if the commons learn of this pact with the Dark Knights, it will not go well for us. Yeah. And Ramay says, we need only maintain the deception until Branton falls. So he's planning to betray Lancelot yes, as clearly. well. Yeah. But they just need to main, they just need to hold out until Branton falls. That's it. His claim to power rests on the young heir of House uh, Elton Eltonog. Without the boy, Branton is nothing. So Branton is sort of like a regent who is in this position where until this boy comes of age, uh, like right. I rule kind yeah, of thing. Right? Yeah, that makes so, sense. Anyway, he's just saying if that kid's not around, then Branton has no power, right? So mm. that's what he's after. Um, the Dark Knight, okay, then he says, once we have restored peace to the Isles, the Dark Knights will have no choice but to return to Lotus. Vice, dot, 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 doesn't say anything. Ronway, I know you've only just returned, but I'm afraid there's no time to rest. We must inform Tartaros of the time of the meeting. Fetch me a quill and parchment. So they're getting ready to have this meeting. Now we got to go back to Caritani and take it again. <laughs> because since we left Caritani to go take Brigantis, the freaking Almoricans came in and took it. So you got to fight with this guy, Marino. Dan Marino comes to fight us. Dan Marino. <laughs> Love it. Classic. <laughs> 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 uh, I don't think there's much that I have as far as notes in that battle. It's just kind of a no. I just up to Leonar. That's Leonar is there though. My next thing. Yeah, yeah. you go into the keep. Leonar is there, and this you can choose to either duel him one on one. Yeah, this was. Interesting. Um, I did think this was interesting. Or <laughs> this fight's not ours alone, and we have yeah. our armies fight each other. Um, but uh, I chose the duel, just the one on one fight. I'm yeah, me assuming too. you did the same. Yeah, yeah. So Leonor tries to appeal to us. It's been a long time, Denim. Tell me, do you still cling to hope or has despair taken its place? Even now there is a place for you in the resistance, you know. You right. defeated High Commander Zabos with such a fine trophy as that none would gainsay your return. You know, we remember back to the end mm -hmm. of chapter two, he had tried to convince um, Denim to do that then. And, yeah. and he had, so if, if you choose to go back with him, he says, let him go when Vice leaves. <laughs> if you choose not to, and we go, he tells Vice, let him go. That's <laughs> like, but, funny, but, yeah. but he was basically saying, just hold on. There's still a chance we can get Denim hmm. to join us to be a powerful ally kind of thing. So he's been kind of holding out to this point. Have you, have you seen sense yet? Like, yeah, it sucks being an outlaw. I like, are you ready to like, come back? Denim says, no way. That's not why I fought, Sir Zabos. You of all people should know who started this war. There's no place in the resistance for me or for you, right, for that yeah. matter. Yeah. And Lanar says, a vast gulf spreads between what is and what might be. Someone must span this divide. 
So, um, well, let me just finish this part of it. The wheel has turned. Our fate was decided the moment you stood before me. You crave the light, but I am content to dwell in the dark and drink deep of blood. Draw your sword. We decide this now, just you and I. So you can choose to duel him. That's what I did. Now, oh, you can... I didn't realize this, but mm-hmm. there's some, there's actually, if, I guess if you decide to um, fight him in, a, as an army, that Denalta will have some, oh, some words some with Lanar, which actually would, would make ah. sense because Denalta was once allied with Lanar. Is it worth killing more people so that yeah, you can hear so, an extra bit of dialogue? I don't know, because he says things, so Denalto apparently in this direction mm. would say things like, after all you've seen, how can you still follow the Duke, the poor starve, the nobility grow fat? Leonard says, that have, is ever, ever true. have the years robbed you of your wits, Abuna? Easy enough to talk about lofty ideals, but who has come closer than the Duke to making them reality? The journey is a difficult one, and any who tell you otherwise defe- deceive you with fairy tales. So anyway, it, it, it's still mm. a similar idea and i think that's what's important to focus on rather than like all the different words. yeah either way it's either donalto talking to him or it's going to be denim in the one-on-one fight and in both ways lanar comes across as very convinced that even though this is the darker way or and, like yeah. the 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 dark yeah. road to it it is worth doing because this is the only future for the Wallister. Right. And if I had to kill you a thousand times to secure the future of Wallister, I would yeah. do it. Like that is more important. The right. ends are justified by the means is the whole context yep. Yep. of his responses That's to right. either Denim or Denalto. Yeah. So, okay. I see where he stands on that. He can't be reasoned with. And like, this is inevitable. But then when you actually kill him, he like totally <laughs> reverses psych- like philosophical course. And then he even tells us, like he gives us extra info. He like, he's like, hey, I'm actually rooting for you the whole time. Uh, you, you're the only hope and oh, see you later. He, and that, I was not expecting that at all. I was like, wait a second. Yeah. I, really? I, I, didn't, really? I didn't love this. Yeah. Uh, apparently there's actually some RSL dialogue here too. That would have been nice to see. Oh, he was, that's right. They were once in a relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She says things like, um, well, she's mad because her brother was killed at uh, Balamusa. Yeah, yeah. You're dead to me. You deserve no fate better than the Dukes. How could you, Leonor? And she also says, I don't understand. You were a good man once, a kind man, and just, I loved you. How did you fall so low? All I can do is avenge my brother on you, avenge all who died at Balamusa. Uh, tell me one thing, Leonor. If I do not survive this day, I would know the truth before I die. We shared a home and a bed. Would you never have told me what you had done? And he says, I would have told you everything when the time was right, when the war was over. Okay, so that's kind of interesting. Yeah, very but, interesting. But um, in this other way, uh, yeah, he basically just says, like, <laughs> he tells you the Duke is crazy. He's going to sell uh, the islands to Lotus. And his his prize yeah, right. will be that he gets to be the regent or the ruler yeah. or whatever, and all this stuff. So it's like he knew all of this, and yep. that this wasn't the real future of the Wallace, and it was not going to secure and the future for the Wallace. It, it just came across like it doesn't feel like the character I was just talking to five <laughs> minutes ago. <laughs> no, not even. <laughs> like he's close. a different person now than he was then. Yeah, like he talked as if 
no, the ends justify the means, but then he's talking about these ends aren't even what I was wanting. And he knew the whole time. And he knew the whole time. Yeah. And he still did it anyway. Like You know, every now and then, I, we come across a situation similar to this where it's like, there's two people, only one can win. Whoever wins is going to be in charge. And then it's like, okay, hey, we'll fight each other. And then whoever dies is like, okay, if I have to die, then... I'm glad you're the one that can lead. <laughs> uh, I've seen that in stories, yeah, right? Like, if I'm yeah. going to die anyways, okay, fine. Like, go, you know, be a good leader and be good to the people. But this is different from that. It's so different. This is so different. This is like, not even, I'm just doing what they told me, and neither of us are going to, like, it doesn't make a difference much whether we die or not. Um, it's not like I'm going to take your spot or anything like that. So... It's just like, I really, truly believe this. Yeah. And then he dies, and he's like, I really, truly do not believe that. <laughs> and then he <laughs> dies, and then yeah. it's over. It's like, I, I see you as being like the, the the great hope for like the Wallister and, um, you know, like- Against I, I, the I, Duke. I, Don't I, let I, the you, Duke. I, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm giving you this information because I know you, you're like the last hope to do the right thing. No. But then why didn't you just freaking join me? Right. Like, why- <laughs> Seriously. If that's what Seriously. you really believed, then why were you fighting me at all? Yeah. It, it does not connect. He, what he states as his motivation here versus what he reveals to be what he really thinks do not make any sense they to me They don't, and all. it also doesn't make sense for him to, to be lying. It just no, doesn't make it's, sense. It, it's, it's weird. Yeah. This is the one big criticism I have with Chaos Route is Leonar's end. <laughs> I thought the Leonar's end in neutral was way better. Um, where he kind of became the leader of the Wallister after Ronway died, and then he like gets killed by um, Kashua. Like I, I like that sort of like resolution to the plot arc of Leonar a lot better than this one. Yeah. This one just kind of came across like the dude's just disingenuous. Yes, totally. He's, he's just he's just lying for no reason to himself. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it was weird. It didn't make any sense to me. He was um, working against his own. Yeah, that's great. against his own interests. Yeah, uh, his own and stated of, interests. his own stated interests. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, there's another battle here against uh, Ganop or whatever his name is, the Beastmaster. Uh, yes. Oh, and because they decide um, they decide they want to strike Fidok, but they don't want to take like that. We could take like some ships to get there or go over the mountains, but right? there's this path through the mountains. They yeah. won't expect us to go that way. Denim wasn't even aware that there was a path through these mountains. Yeah. He's like, how the frick are we going to cross the mountains? That's crazy. Right. But apparently there is some like real narrow, dangerous route that some traders take. Um, but like, it's going to be difficult and dangerous. And so you encounter him on that path through the mountains. Then we get the scene in Goliath where it's more or less exactly the same between Kashu and Lancelot, she, he convinces her, you're the daughter of Dolgaliwad, you're yeah. the actual heir to the throne, you're the princess, mm -hmm. come with me. Now we get to Rhyme, um, where Denim is, he's kind of like hiding, he's kind of just like scouting out the place, it seems like, and then he sees like Vice running with some Bakram dudes. With a dudes. bunch of soldiers, yeah. And he's like, what the heck is Vice doing with Bakram soldiers? What is going yeah. on here? And this is the scene where... Um, Lancelot and Ronway are supposed to be meeting yep. and then he betrays them both. He comes up with a whole bunch of Bakram soldiers. He's like, oh, you're, you're, uh, you're great. It's like, come to me. He's like, oh, thank goodness you're here. Vice and, then, and she just freaking stabs him and kills so him right there. So quickly. Right and, then and there. And then turns on Lancelot and um, yep. that doesn't 
end up going well for him because so, Oz and Ozma yes, they show are up. able to flee because they were held up by some Bakram knights too. Right. But those Bakram knights engage us, and because they engage yeah. us, Oz and Ozma escape to go help Lancelot yeah, end up right. killing all of the guys that were with Vice. Yep. And so Vice is now at the mercy of these three dark knights. And his responses, as you were saying when we were driving over, is pathetic. It's pitiful. Oh, he, man, um, Vice. Why don't you just go ahead and tell talk about what we were talking about with Vice there, because it was really different. His end, the in neutral, in neutral versus yeah. this. Yeah. So in neutral, he runs away, right? But he's not uh, like yeah, things. Th what he's trying to do isn't working, and you see his portrait, and he's all bloody. He's been through so much crap, but he's still holding strong to this idea that I can win. Yeah. I can still win. You all are stupid, and I'm going to be the one to make it. He he doesn't seem like he doesn't want to die, but he doesn't seem so pitifully afraid to die, necessarily, in the neutral ending. Um, and when his time comes, it's just like he's just got his philosophical words for us, like, this will come to you too, and that kind of that yeah. kind of talk, you know? like. And whereas in the chaos route, as soon as things don't go well for him, he is just like crying and begging. he's on his knees and he's begging. It wasn't my idea. I didn't do this on purpose. No, please, please spare me. And he And then uh, and then after no, this was Branton's idea. He made yes. me do it. Oh, didn't Branton work. made me do it. After yeah, yeah. that doesn't work. Oh, I, I was possessed by an ogre. That's a, right. a demon. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> an ogre possessed me. That was so good, which is probably true, <laughs> by the way, although it likely happened way before this, yeah, right? Like, dude, you've had an ogre whispering in your ear a long time before, <laughs> like, freaking this whole mess, okay? If, if that's what you're going to blame it on. Um, so, but the most surprising thing of all is that One-Eyed Lance is like, um, you're pathetic, and I yeah. no longer consider you a threat of any kind. You're free to go. Yeah. And that's like, oh, my gosh, what a crazy fate. And then, of course, um. May as well just bring it up now. We do get to see his ultimate fate, um, kind of at yes. the end of this chapter. And he's being hanged on the gallows all the while. By the Bakram. By the Bakram, yep. yes. And all the while being like, no, no, please. Um, it was not my fault. I, I don't know. Here, go talk to your king. Your king, your I did, king knows. I, did I, I just was following orders. Oh, no, no, please don't. Denim, save me! Yeah, yeah, that was thing. crazy. That he calls out to Denim. That did kind of get to my heart a little bit, yeah. where I was like, ooh. But even still, I didn't think Vice would do that, and so I'm like kind of conflicted. If I had just played this route, and I knew nothing about any of the other routes, it probably would, that line right there, Denim, save me, probably would have hit me a lot stronger. Mm. Um, to be like, wow, this pathetic kid, how, how the mighty have fallen. Um, but having seen other aspects of denim or of um Lights. of vice's personality i'm less inclined to care at all actually yeah. i really don't see him um as a a person in this game yeah and as a character i am still very curious to go through the law route and see how they develop vice there yeah and whether he'll be this sort of idealist yeah righteous moral character yeah. who is willing to be self-sacrificial. I do not fear death. I will do what is right. Yeah, that. Yeah, if, are we going to see if that? If that happens, I will have basically come around to the same conclusion <laughs> I had at the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> Which is... That Vice is not a character. Vice is something <laughs> of a... Yeah. He, he's, he's a plot he's device. He's just a plot device. Yeah. However, we're, we'll save that for later. But it, it was... I guess the way I saw this 
was that in neutral route, he rises but falls by his own choice. True. Because it's like, he, I oh, do not true. want yeah. to associate with Denim. I can't do that at right, this point. Right, yeah. I cannot let him again put me in his shadow. Right. So I choose to go be an outlaw and be chased around and have this really, really, really horrible time. And right. it gets so desperate that, well, if I'm going to go down, at least I'll take Duke Ronway with me. Right. Versus this way. Totally Which different. is, I'm on top. Yeah. But then my own choices lead to my it demise. forced me down. Yeah. And this is not. a very sudden turn. Yes. And it's like, oh, no. Yeah. Please, like I could, I could help me. <laughs> see that being or feeling a lot worse and more uh, putting him in a position where he might beg or plead. But it is still uh, just pathetic. And I, and I love the yeah, way that Lancelot pathetic. calls him out on it because he says, please, this was Brandon's idea. It was him who put me up to this. I have no quarrel with the Dark Knight's mercy. I beg you. And Lancelot says, have you no honor whatsoever? Right, or like, shame. <laughs> Holy yes. crap. Yes. <laughs> what are you doing? Someone of his position, because we've fought a ton of battles in this game, right? Yeah. Whenever we fight somebody who believes in their cause, they are never like this. No. They never beg That's for mercy. That's a good point. They always say, huh, you know, like Wallace or Filth. Like that. Great, <laughs> what was her name? Great. Or they say, well, you know, at least I died doing what I felt was right. Or they say the name yeah. of their loved one or something yeah. like that. Um, for him, it's like he is basically the worst of anyone in the entire game yeah. in terms of just being so pathetic. Because he's not fighting for anything other than his own self-aggrandizement. Yes, exactly. Um, he has no cause. But everyone else we fight, they're so like loyal and willing to die. Yeah. And and Vice is so not. And so that, in this route, I can see not. why Lancelot would look at that and be like, this is... You aren't a knight. You aren't a warrior. Well, you like, might even be like, you're not even a person. No. <laughs> like, what are you? <laughs> a freaking creature before me. Yes. I don't want to see you in my sight ever again. Now, the part that I thought was weird about this is that Lancelot lets him leave. Just like lets him get yeah. up and go. Uh, I, now, I don't know about it that. It could be that he sees him as so pathetic and so not a threat after this that like, if I don't kill you now, you'll probably go back to the back room and they'll just freaking kill you anyways. Well, he's right Maybe about that. he's just assuming that that's yeah. how it'll go. Uh, or, but, uh, but, but I just, I'm very surprised that he would just yeah. let him walk out. Because even if Vice sucks and is like pitiful and just a pathetic, he's not a weak person. We have fought yeah. him in this game. He's yeah. a, a talented fighter and he's he's a formidable opponent, and he at least formulated a plan that almost yeah, worked it almost worked to kill. Well, it did work to kill Ronway, but he almost killed you. Right, it was only like a stroke of fate yes. that Denim showed up, or else Vice would have killed you. I don't. So see why would you let that go. guy go? Yeah, I don't see that. It's him crazy. Go at all. It, it again, Lancelot is like super tolerant for reasons that just baffle me. Yeah. I don't know why he is, but yeah. he has consistently been this way. So it's not out of character for him to do it, but it is really stupid for him not to, to do it, to let him just walk off after almost assassinating him. Yeah, wild. But obviously Vice just goes back and gets uh, hanged. Hanged. Uh, executed by the yep. room anyway, so. And yeah, it's, it's and just, and that was as pathetic a scene as any. It's so bad. But imagine <laughs> only having played Chaos and not knowing yeah. any of the others. It 
it would have been a lot more powerful. I think. Yeah, and it, and it would have come across as a fitting end for yes. Vice to me. Like very much. Yeah, this is exactly what you deserve, bro. I, I'm glad like you, you die. Want, you want in, me back, don't in you? Fear and and ag- torturous sort of like yeah. not like physical torture, but like mental yeah anguish yeah anguish yeah. I, I I exactly what you deserve. Yeah. Um, okay, back. Oh, and Den Denim then says, "I didn't learn about his death until later for two days." Yeah. 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 And that's I, it. That's that's the sentence. That's the end. And like, just what? It, like, basically, Vice died just a nobody. Yep. And um, I realized too that one of my one of the reasons why I loved the neutral ending so much is because I actually completely forgot about the character of Vice. <laughs> I totally forgot about him. If I had remembered him, I would have liked the game less at the end of. The, I would have liked neutral ending less. But all throughout chapter four, I completely forgot about Vice and. Unfortunately, that leads me into the direction of he might just be a useless, expendable character for this game. Yeah. Um, because I just don't. I hate him. I don't. Like I him hate Vice. I freaking and hate him. Not even I hate him because he's evil. It's like I hate him. I hate his his uh, his he, character. I hate, I hate the hollow shell that yeah. of a character that he is. He he has no redeemable qualities whatsoever. Yeah, not whatsoever. One. So Not the, at any point has have we seen yeah. inside the hard shell <laughs> and been like, oh, there's actually a person, a in person there yeah. who is the way he is because of abuse or because of trauma or because of whatever. Right. Um, he's just a despicable person all the time. I think this game would have been better without him. Or, well, of course, giving him some... Some reasons, or some, that, some, or that, uh, <laughs> making him a better, more of an actual character. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think he's the weakest character by far. Yeah, in the game, which is unfortunate. I, I think that it is a character their relationship could have in been that something. position needs to be one of the strongest characters. Yeah. I'm not talking about strongest as in like fighting ability. I'm talking about the strength yeah, of he was his strong there. depth as a person. Yeah, he, he's the weakest. And the relationship in with other sense. people. We yes. we needed to get a better sense of that. I agree. Um, we kind of did skip over the wheel. The wheel. Oh talk yeah, let's talk with, about with Leonar. I keep wanting to call him Leonis. I don't know why. Um, I don't have a ton to say about it other than like when they talk about the wheel. It's it's so interesting because I didn't really get this as much in the neutral route in terms of them referencing it specifically. And then you you like here all of a sudden it's like oh the wheel this the wheel that. I, it's not something that stood out to me before. Did, was it in the at all? In, were they referencing a wheel in uh, a previous? A lot of the soldiers you fight in re, just tons of battles throughout the game will say things like, "Oh, the wheel has turned for me," meaning like I do know that now fortune has fallen in the my bell. favor. Oh, sure, yes. So they'll the wheel use of fortune. they'll yes, use yeah. that term in that way. I've when understood they encounter that. Denim. Like, oh, now I can win that thirty thousand goth, and the so wheel the wheel has, has turned. turned for me. I, I do remember that now that you bring it up. It, it never stood out to me in terms of like a, a way that the world works, though, like a deep, intrinsic, like fate kind of system, I guess. I don't know. It, it, it didn't stand also, out to me as much. It's uh, also mechanically in the game refers to not only the you can jump back to mm-hmm. previous things, but like at the beginning of the game when you're choosing all your choices on the tarots and stuff that's like right, that. That's, that's right. Yeah, that's the wheel of fortune. That's right. Yeah. Uh, sort of like creating the fates of these characters. Right. So the wheel exists as some sort of force mythologically in this world right. that determines the fates of people. And it's something like fate or chance or, yeah. um, or what have you. Um, and 
I just, I guess I just wanted to bring it up just to acknowledge it. Yeah. Because um, they reference it a lot. They do talk about it a lot, but it's interesting in a world of gods that they're just referencing this ambiguous fate. Wheel, turn the wheel. Right. Of, yeah. There are 12 gods on whom you can blame your problems. <laughs> and instead <laughs> you're like, oh, I just got unlucky or hey, I just got really lucky. Um, and well, there's a 13th god as well, I guess, with Philaha. Philaha? Philaha. Philaha. Who is... Um, you know, up there too, maybe. And my my assumption is that this is just a reference to Philhaha or something like that. This is a reference to something above even the gods. Yeah. That um, the fate of the world that there are there are fates and things to which even the gods are subject to. Yeah. Um, and that's more or less what I got. There's there. um. Well, I mean, aligning yourself with one of these gods is all part of the wheel in the beginning of the game. You choose yeah. which element you want to be. That's right. That's right. I remember that. So you choose which goddess, you know. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that's the that's the wheel. Um, cool. Back at Omorica Castle, uh, this night I think is a Gogastani night. We put ourselves at your mercy. Our swords are yours if you'll have them. Oh, that's right. I think after yeah. this happens, we kind of we kind of just end up taking over Almorica yeah, and yeah. the the whole Wallister group is like oh sorry denim becomes the new leader it's not galgastani this is an almorican a a wallister yeah 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 knight so these are the the remnants this is at the table yeah Yeah. these are the remnants of the almorican wallister force that are now allying with with denim yep after lanar and ronway have fallen so they're like okay we're gonna come with you now we're you're the leader of the wallister at this point yep we're yours the command it was Sir Leonor's order that we surrender should it come to that. So Leonor gave an order to his men, if Denim wins, be on his side. But why um, Why was he so against us? I and, don't know. Yeah. I literally don't know why at that at the point where Leonor encountered us where we fought him, he didn't just say, I'm coming to your side now. Like, I'm on you, your You team. were right. Yeah. And Ronway's a monster. I know that. He's going to try and sell us out to Lotus in the end. Mm. I'm coming with you now. I, I, I can't, I don't feel like the justification in the writing and the words to page of his dialogue justified him fighting us at all. It doesn't make any sense. How about this? How about this? He just can't live with himself after the massacre of Boma Musa. That would be a reason. Right. He needs to he, say that. Well, or but does he have to say it? I don't know. That's just the question. Question mark. Does he have to say I suppose say he doesn't. Because he will refuses. It seems like he might be just refusing to acknowledge it. Yeah, I mean, like, like, going, I can't going down you. with the ship in a sense, right? Like, yes. hey, but not this wanting is the path to. I chose and I'm not worthy to be. But right. then just kill yourself. Oh, sure, Don't try yeah. to fight I mean, hey. Denim. <laughs> Don't try to now You're destroy right. the one hope That's that you true. said was left That's a good point. for the people. Yeah, or just, or desert. You don't even have to kill yourself. Just, just like, go exile away. yourself. Yeah, yeah. Get on a ship and go to freaking Zenobia and be a beggar the rest of your life. I don't know. But, like, why would you, knowing that Denim was right, Ronway sucks, I don't deserve to fight alongside Denim, why wouldn't you do the honorable thing instead of trying to oppose and still fight for Ron? It just doesn't make sense. Yep, yep. It doesn't make sense. I got you. Okay. Anyway. Now they've decided they got to go to Fidoc. So this is going to end up in, in a similar battle to the end of Neutral Route in Chapter 2. Yep. Uh, they got to go after um, the We got to go find Kachua. Yeah. 
and Oz and Ozma are there. There's another scene um, with Murden again, but um, oh, Gildas yeah. is with him in this route. So Gildas didn't oh, yeah, get right. killed in rhyme and that's become right. a zombie. That's right. So Gildas is still alive. So that yeah. was kind of cool. So he's there in that scene where you go talk to them and they come with you. So you can actually recruit Gildas in this route. So that's nice. Um, and then you go to Bode Fortress um, where Ozma and Oz had they, um, Lancelot had sent them to go get the to go get Pranzit, right? So it's the same yeah. as before, except in this version, you don't kill Oz in this battle. He runs away. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they don't find Saria in Boed. Like, Oz brought her out in the version in Neutral. That's right. And started, like, playing around and torturing her and yeah. stuff. Um, that didn't chaos, happen in this version. Some, she she was... Just, able to hide yeah she hid she wasn't discovered yeah so after the battle with oz and he flees in this one you go down and find her and because you're not allied with duke ronway she doesn't see you as a hypocrite and actually joins you this time yeah yeah so that's the difference in this battle but then they go on to fight Ock after that yeah and that battle goes basically exactly the same way yeah except that that you get into Fidoc and um, Kashua strikes at Denim because in she the neutral route, sword, yeah. she had killed Leonor. Leonor was the one that got in there and she kills him. That's right, that's right. In this one, she actually swipes at, at Denim, Denim, which was like, ooh. Yeah, that's crazy. I was like, whoa, that's nuts. Yeah. Um, what would bring her to do that? I. It's a pretty quick change for that. I, I like the Leonard one better. <laughs> I, I, I kind of do too, but I also kind of liked this because it, it shows. Well, going to kill us by her own hands again, I, that, I think, that quickly? I don't know. I think that we kind of talked about this. I don't know which episode it was. We did. She secretly. Where, where, yeah. where Lancelot gave her all of the justification she needed to not to, to leave care him. About yeah. Denim anymore. Totally. He's but, not really my brother. But not to kill him. I would stop short at that one. <laughs> yeah. I just... I, it, unless unless she's just that freaking furious. I suppose. That he abandoned her. This is like her worst possible fear. He loved his war more than me. And right. he's not really my brother. And he's now leading an army to try to take my rightful... Uh, what do you call it? She's the heir to the throne, right? She should yeah, be the yeah. real queen here. Yes. And now he's in a position where he's going to become some kind of king or something like that. Right. He's kind of going to lead like, the Wallister, which he, is... He, not know. only did he abandon me, not only did he love his war more than me... But he no, succeeded. But he's also <laughs> going to take away my birthright right. as a queen. Right. Maybe I can see some justification in this... But I'm not sure. discounting what you're saying. Sure. I mean, you yeah. lived with this person for freaking 18 years. And yeah, yeah. It's one thing to finally feel like he abandoned me first. I'll abandon him back. It's it's just a different thing to actually single handedly when it comes to by it, your own hand raise the freaking blade yep, and, and take that life. That's that's a yeah. that's a big step. Now maybe were I doing uh, were I making this into a movie, I'd be like. I'd make it seem as though she knew it wouldn't hurt him. She swung, yeah, but, but not she didn't really, really try to, to actually him. try to kill him. Um, that's the More way. Just to and get, in pixel art, you can do that. To make the in your point mind. that she's really mad. <laughs> yep. Just whoosh, like get away from me. Like all right, yeah. all right. Or even to raise it 
but not sure. necessarily or pointed go even. through. Yeah. Or maybe she's trembling she with it in her hand. Full swing there. And Oof. like she's not actually fully dedicated yeah, to the yeah. swing. I can see that. Anyway, this it's battle, art, you, know. you end up fighting with Oz and Ozma. You kill them both. Um, he, Oz says some interesting things here. He's like, like, we're actually more alike. We yes. would both do anything for our sisters. And uh. she's like, she's like, shut up. <laughs> There's a reason you lost it, Bo. You freaking talk too much. Just like, get it over <laughs> That's with. Right, Ozma. He's like, oh, yeah, you yeah. wound me, sister. <laughs> but you end up killing them both. I actually kind of like the, the route where you kill Ozma first, because then he gets really pissed. Because he just said that. Like, I care about my sister like you care about your sister. You then kill his sister. Like, oh, and, and he has given all these hints through a lot of this that he enjoys torturing people. Yeah. So, yeah. like, even at the yeah, beginning of the fight, like, which eye should I take? Yeah, And then send right. that to... Or nose or ear. Right? Yeah. That was one, too. I should take that and make it into some kind of locket or, like, pendant right. to give to your sister. It's uh -huh. been said you only have eyes for her. You know, like, this witty yeah, way of, like... Right, yeah implying the torture so he's right he's a pretty jacked up dude right um and even in that at the end of the last battle he's like oh you're running away says denim to him he's like i enjoy inflicting pain a lot more than receiving it <laughs> <laughs> hey he's honest he's consistent <laughs> yeah he, he he knows he's self-aware uh, um so funny anyway though uh you slay them both i don't i didn't really have much else to say about that but that leads to the end of chapter two um and then the the um Transition into four is basically the same as in the neutral route, but uh, yeah. with the people looking for a savior and mm -hmm. the, the daughter of Dorgalua was kind of like that symbol for them. And, and it opens on Lancelot being tortured. So yeah. yeah, it's basically um, the same at that point. In the battle against Lancelot in chapter four, where Kashua is there, depending on a choice you made earlier, she will participate or not. In the fight. Yeah. In the battle itself. Yes. So there's a couple different ways this can go. We talked about this a little bit last time. You can kill her in the course of the battle itself. Right. And yeah. and Denim's just like, no, I can't believe this. And Lancelot then just like pieces out like, well. Yeah, you suck. <laughs> uh, you just killed your sister. You suck. And like, we just lost the key. Right. Like, right. Although they have the sword still. Yeah. But anyway, he just pieces out. Now, if she doesn't participate in the battle, or if you don't kill her, I guess, um, she goes up into another room up in the castle, like a, a small sort of like quarters up high, and, 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 and Denim and his men are kind of looking for her, right? And she's sort of hiding. Again, there's actually two different ways this can go. She, in, mm. I think if you fought her in the battle, maybe Ivan will correct me if I'm wrong. If you fought her in the battle and didn't kill her, She'll be hiding like in the doorway and Denim will go through and then turn around towards the door and be like, you shouldn't be hiding in doorways. And I then think she that's one I got. Out. That's the one that I, yeah, that I saw. There's another one where she was sent up there at the beginning and didn't fight at all. Mm -hmm. And so she's just sitting in the room and he just finds her there. Hmm. So the dialogue will go the same. It's just okay. like his entrance He's and finding different. her is different depending on. If hmm. she ran from the battle and was hiding, or if she was sent there okay. and didn't participate. Okay, I believe nice. that's the difference there. I'm still trying to find this. There's a lot of freaking battles in Chapter 4. <laughs> well, I have... Um, Denim is asking, basically, like, why are, you, why are you doing this? Why did you leave all this stuff? And obviously, there's the general reasons which uh, Dark Knight Lance gave 
which is like, hey, you're the princess and all that stuff. Um, but she has one line that I wrote down that I thought was very interesting. She says, at least here I know I am needed. Yeah. She has this deep desire to be needed, to be, to be needed. wanted for mm. people to. So it's like she would almost, this almost feeds into the abandonment thing a little bit too. She feels abandoned if she isn't needed. Mm. Like it's not just that you have to be there. Maybe also it's not even enough that you just have to think about her. It's uh, it's only enough if you need her, right? She needs to be needed. And she's the older sister, right? Yes. So she always was the caretaker, and this seems to be a big part of her personality. And now she has a kingdom she can take care of instead of just a brother. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, oh, they need me. I'm needed. I'm needed. I can go, like, help people. She seems to just really be motivated by that. Um, and then I think that's where you have that question. Where yeah. there's a little prompt that comes up for you. Where you can I've, say, uh, I do need you. I found or, the dialogue here. Okay, good. So, Denim says, Kashua. And she says, um, oh, sorry. Okay, are you all right? He says to her. What do you mean to do with me? Do with you? I'm here to help you, sister. Right. Come no closer, she says. Please, sister. I'm not your sister. I'm Versalia, rightful ruler of Valeria. No, you'll always be my sister. Right. And that kind of gets to her a little bit. Yeah. Um, because she justified all of this by mm-hmm. um, convincing herself, I guess, in the way that she did, that Denim abandoned me. He doesn't really care about me. Right. And he's right in front of her, could yeah. kill her. Like like we were talking about just a few minutes ago, if her motivation for being able to strike at him was assuming he abandoned me and he's willing to take my kingdom away from me, right? then he's here right now. To do what with me? You're gonna kill me? Or you're gonna put me in prison? Like, what are you gonna do with me? Right. He's like, I'm not gonna do anything. Like, I'm here to help you. You're you're always gonna be my sister. I don't care if you're not blood related. Mm. Like, you're always gonna be my sister. And right. she, he's starting to break her walls down a little bit. Yeah. Then Denim says, We lived our whole lives together. One day you may be queen of Valeria, but you'll always be a sister to me. Blood be damned. So mm. now he's saying, You can go ahead and be queen. Like, I'm not <laughs> I'm not here to be king. That's not what I'm fighting for. And she says, a lie. What brother would abandon his sister as you did? And this is where you right. get your choice. One, I never abandoned you. Right, which which does seem in character for Denim. Yeah. But given that he's just oblivious, like, because the way that I make sense of the whole abandonment thing is that he just is oblivious to what she considers an abandonment. That would be in line. But yeah. the other one. The other choice is you are my sister and I love you. Yes. Now, here's the confusing thing. I can thing. never not choose that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the one I would choose normally. Yes. But the, keep this in mind. If you're trying to go for princess ending and have her survive. Yeah, apparently there's. The right answer to this flips depending yes. on something you did earlier. Yeah, and that was, yeah, Ivan mentioned that. Yes. And that's um, good to know, but at the same time. Good luck. I wish there was figuring just, it out. I wish it was just you are my sister and I love you was the route that because saves her. that's the right thing to say. Come yes. on, people. Like let's be real. Yes. Don't continue the to argument to deny that you. Yes. Yeah. To uh, deny especially her considering feelings. what we've been saying about yeah. how men and women often speak past each other with yes. terms like this. Yes. They mean this when they say abandonment. Yeah. We think of abandonment maybe in a different way. Yeah. Um, he is now acknowledging her. Right. Uh, definition of abandonment. Right. I'm sorry I did that. Right. I love you, though. And I then, love you, yeah. sister. How could I want to see you taken from me? Your um, your love is inconsistent as the wind. It is my crown you love, not me. 
Oh, you're, yeah, I get what she's saying, but it is, I genuinely do feel like Denim, no, yeah. that's not what he's about. Yeah, you're wrong, sister. More lies, everywhere I turn, more lies. That's what'll happen if you chose the wrong choice. Oh, if really? you chose the right choice, she then goes, Denim, like she yeah. starts kind of breaking down. But like I said, either one of these can go wrong. Um, I wanted to be your sister. No, more simple than that. I wanted to be near someone who needed me for me. And Denim has no response to that. Right. Why can't you see me for the person I am? Denim, look at me with your heart as well as your eyes. This is where she pulls a, a knife out and mm. she kills herself. She thrusts right. him into her own chest. Sister, no, someone help us. I am a burden no more is her last words. Mm. So she felt like a burden to Denim, which is why she left. Yeah. She didn't feel needed by him. She felt like she was a burden. They're always arguing. Yeah. She, he never listens to what she has to say. He loves his war and his countrymen more than he loves me. He doesn't want me around. He doesn't need me. In that sense, he's abandoned me. Right. So I'm going to go be the queen of Versalia so that the people will need me. Lancelot will need me. Someone needs me for something. Yeah. Right. What's kind of the whole motivation behind that move? Um, and again... If you're if you're making the right choice based on all the stuff I even talked about, she'll break yeah. down and be like, "Oh, I was so selfish, right?" And yeah. uh, you know, I'm I'm sorry. How how could you ever forgive me? And he, he does, and right. that will lead to princess ending, which is what we'll talk about next week Perfect. in the law route. But if she kills herself, or if you killed her, it leads to the other ending, which we talked about before. But the variation of that ending is in the after credit scene. In the one that we got last time, yeah. it led to the assassination yeah, of Denim, yeah, yeah. which was my favorite of these two. I loved it. But so good. In the other, it actually goes to the king of Zenobia, who oh, is right, being yeah. informed yeah. that uh, Lotus is basically marshaled this massive army and is launching to take the Isles of Valeria. Yeah. And that, like, Denim basically stands no yeah, chance. they're screwed. Yeah. So, either way, Denim is going to freaking die. Whether yeah. it's by the hands of Lancelot and the Knights of Lotus, or whether it's by some Bakram or Wallister or Gagastani who felt that he had wronged him and he was avenging his yep. some person he loves death. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, either way, it doesn't work out for Denim. So, like, the only, I guess you could call it good ending the for the game that it works out, is yeah. if Kashua forgives denim and becomes the queen that's mm. basically it um hmm. so that's it i think that was all that we wanted to kind of get through today but yeah we'll talk more did about you have that. any other notes or, no yeah. um just in general i didn't storm the castle yeah <laughs> not storming the castle is better yeah for um abuna prancet right yes. uh because not storming the castle means that you just kind of are showed in and you get to introduce yeah, just have to that this new scene right away. Also, this Olivia girl, mm -hmm. I, I very, I'm very confused why they decided <laughs> to sneak in a romance at the very end of the game, and they're just like, oh, ooh, Olivia likes denim, and then it's like, okay, over, and I'm like, well, who is Olivia? Okay, like I kind of get it, but that 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 was a little interesting, I thought. Um, but but, Kachua, as soon as she. Uh, recovers from the whole situation and she doesn't die, right? The next scene we have is of her like being a leader, right? Mm. Which you have not seen this entire game. Yeah. And when she 
takes charge and she's at I think it's Amorica actually I can't remember where she's at one of the castles in the meeting room right and there's all the generals and all the the staff they're all grilling her like hey this is happening this is happening we need help here the military here and then supplies here and she's just like like okay you do this and we need this here and also don't no I disagree in fact it would be better if we keep the peace for now and all that kind of stuff like she does she like blossoms into this extremely uh good and what would you say talented or somebody she she has this leadership about her that denim didn't really respect but that was Mm. always latent within her but she just didn't have anyone who cared about what she was saying yes and but she always not always she often was right yeah about what she was especially from the beginning yeah like she saw reason and she was right about a lot of things um but nobody would ever listen to her. And now that she's in a position where it's like, you have to listen to her, all of a sudden it's like, well, she's actually good at this. (laughs) She actually seems quite competent. And I didn't know how she was going to come across here. And so it was really nice um, seeing her in that kind of a role. And after all of the advisors leave and it's just um, her and uh, Denim, she's like, did I do good? Like, am am I ruling the kingdom well? And Denim's like, you're doing great. And I, I loved that. Like, that was really fun. Yeah. That was really good. Yeah, I agree. And then there's also just the general stuff. You know, this is something we probably talk about more on Law Ending. But there's some stuff that she says here that I it would result in a long conversation. So look forward to it, everybody. Next time. We're going to do it. We're going to get into <laughs> it next time. All right. Um, yeah, Law Route next time. I'm actually pretty eager to see. Oh, me too. The differences in Vice's character. <laughs> Um, in law, I disagree. I'm I'm less eager about Vice. I'd rather I'm, just kind I'm, of I'm eager him. not because I'm expecting no. it to change my mind, but you're, because I'm you're just right. Like, this is going to be like crazy. This is going to be like yeah. radically different. I assume it is. But, and um, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> eager to see that, but I'm eager to see um, everything else goes. <laughs> yeah, and I, I am eager to see yeah. Denim's route of the guilt, sort of yeah. like leading him to change course. Right. Uh, and I've been told by many people that the law route is like the best written of the three. Oh, okay, cool. So it'll be interesting. Cool. Well, that's what we'll talk about next time. Thanks for hanging out with us, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>